up everybody welcome back to another episode of inside the north side podcast i am your host with the most from the third coast welcome back um this week i don't have a special guest so i figured i might as well just do a solo episode and the last time i did a solo episode was back in march so it's it's been a while it's it's been a while. It really has been a while. So, yeah, I've been I've been busy lately, just doing stuff. Um, I very I've <laughs> I've very I've, I've been a very busy person. Uh, the last time I talked solo wise, I actually did do a solo episode on the Patreon. So if you're not a Patreon supporter. And you want to support my podcast and sign up for the Patreon, go ahead. It's five bucks a month. Um, I got tons of episodes that I haven't released to the public. Um, I also have my other podcasts on there. What are you listening to? Which I haven't done in a good while. Um, that's on there. I have a couple episodes that I've done with some guests. And um, I haven't put up anything recently because, like I said, I've just been very busy and the way I'm doing my podcast now is just not lazy, but I just I haven't really done much content for the uh, the Patreon, which I'm sure I too Patreon supporters understand very much. But yes, if you want to become a Inside the Northside Patreon supporter, go ahead and sign up. Link is in the Instagram bio. If not, you can go to my link tree, which is www.linktr.ee slash ITNS. It's got the links to all my stuff. So um, the Patreon link should be there. So if you want to sign up for Patreon, you can. So yeah, I'm, like I said, I've been very busy lately the past couple of months since I've done a solo. I know I've sprinkled here and there things that I've been doing, um, you know, throughout 2023 uh, on episodes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have been keeping up with the podcast, so you kind of know what I've been, been doing lately. Um, but yeah, recently, today is October, what, 5th? Yes, today is October 5th. So <laughs> recently, I just turned 30. So... A couple of weeks ago, my birthday uh, is September 13th, 1993, and I turned turned 30 this year, and I don't know what to make of it. I understand it's like, oh, it's another year, you're just getting older and stuff like that, but there's this, there's this thing about, I guess, turning this certain age where you're just like 
well, holy shit, my life is almost over. <laughs> like, I'm almost done. Like, this is like, this is it. You know, this is the peak, peak 30, you know? And, uh, you know, leading up to, you know, my birthday, I was just, I wasn't thinking about it as much and stuff like that. And, and then it hit me and I'm just like, wow, I'm fucking old. And I understand some people are going to be like, bro, you're 30. Like, you're not old. No, to me, I am old. Like, 10 years ago when I was 20, I was just like, oh, man, I'm so old. And it's like, no, bitch, like, you're not old. You're just 20. It's different because it's like, oh, fuck, you're 30. Like, you have 10 more years and then you're 40. 20 more years and you're 50. And it's like, 20 years has gone by so fast, like, by the time I blink and turn around, I'll be 50. And it's like, what the fuck? Where did, where did time go, really? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really do much for my birthday, on my actual birthday. I kind of went to work and didn't really care. Didn't tell anybody. was just like, I'm just going to work on my, my birthday. It's cool. You know, it's whatever. I'm not going to take off. I'm like, for what? You know, I already had time off for the next couple of days. So I was, I was like, eh, there's no point of taking off a Wednesday and then going to work on Thursday and then, you know, enjoying my vacation on Friday. So for you guys that haven't been listening or haven't been following my social media, uh, my personal account, I went to Chicago for the very first time. And, uh, the reason why I went to Chicago was for riot fest. Um, and it's riot, R-I-O-T, like, you know, like, let's, let's go on a riot, you know, the things that people were doing in 2020, uh, <laughs> so I, I've heard of Riot Fest for a couple of years now, and, um, what was that, sounded like a goat, and, uh, I was just like, well, I don't want to throw myself a party, the last time I did that, nobody showed up, um, well, actually, the last two times, nobody really showed up. And I don't mean, like, nobody, nobody. Like, there were a few friends of mine that did show up. But um, I just figured, like, why waste time and why waste money on the wrong things when I can be spending money on the right things? So in April... I got the notification, like, oh, Riot Fest is happening this year, and... It always happens around my birthday. Um, not on my birthday, but around my birthday. I'm sure it happened on my birthday um, a couple of years ago. But I was looking at the lineup, and I was just like, wow, this lineup is really sick. Like, this is, I, like, this is something I should do. And, you know, I've been traveling a lot lately. And I figured, why not? So, um... I bought tickets to Riot Fest, and um, I bought a plane ticket, and uh, oh, I did get a hotel, but there's more to the story after that. So, back in April, I decided for my birthday, I was not going to stay here, I was not going to throw a party, I was not going to do whatever, I was going to Chicago, spend my 30th birthday with people at Riot Fest, so... Months goes by, um, and 
you know, like I said, I hit 30. I'm just like, okay, whatever, cool, you know. Um, like, let's just get this over with so that I can go spend the weekend in Chicago. So, I, uh, my flight was at 5 in the morning. And I was just like, why did I pick a 5 a.m. flight? But you know what? It actually kind of worked out in its favor. So, check this out. I go to the airport like at 3 something in the morning. Which I thought like the airport was 24-7 kind of thing. But... Um, I was just like, okay, I guess not. The last time I was there, it was kind of like a 24-hour layer thing, but I got there early this time, and I was just like, oh, okay, well, this is uh, this is weird. It's so fucking empty. <laughs> so, you know, I get through TSA, whatever. I check my stuff, whatever, whatnot. And, um, you know, listening to some podcasts, listening to some music, getting pumped up for Chicago. I get on my flight. And they're like, all right, well, you know, we have two hours and some change to get to Chicago. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I'm, I'm asleep a little bit here and there, waking up, this and that. I can't really sleep on a plane. I don't know how, I don't know how some people do it, um, but I couldn't. I can close my eyes for, for like 20, 30 minutes, and then, you know, I end up waking up. So then I, I woke up, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, have to, we have arrived to Chicago Earlier than expected. And I'm like, what do you mean earlier than expected? So I look at my phone. And I'm like, we got here in an hour and a half. I was like, we literally killed like 45 minutes. I was like, that was really quick. Um, so they're like, yeah, we don't know if we can, <laughs> we can board right now. And then ultimately like 10 minutes later, they're like, no, we can board. So, you know, I bought my jacket and stuff. I, I took a lot of clothes for some reason. I don't know why. I guess as a man, we do that just in case, like, you know, either you shit on yourself or, you know. My idea was, like, okay, I'm going to be sweaty. I'm going to be dirty. I'm going to be this and that. You know, like, I'll, you know, I got enough clothes to change. If something happens, like, whatever. So I'm hauling my big-ass bag around. My backpack, I'm wearing a fucking jacket because it's like 50-something degrees. And I get breakfast, and I sit down, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a drink. So I had a drink like at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, this is, this is what alcoholism feels like, doesn't it? <laughs> this is what it must be like to be an alcoholic. And there was like 30 other people just drinking beer with me and, and drinks like that at like 8 in the morning. And I was like, okay, well... I guess this is a thing. So I grab my stuff. I get my Uber and my Uber takes me to my Airbnb. Meanwhile, uh, you know, we're, we're driving through and this and this and that. I don't. Okay. So I don't understand if anybody else has gotten this before, but whenever I get either middle, middle Eastern people or some kind of, you know, a person from the Middle East doesn't have to be like Iraq or whatever. It could be like Saudi Arabia, it could be India, whatever, you know, uh, or Asian, whatever. They never have the AC on. Like, never. Not even the ones here. And, like, they know damn well you have to have that AC on. Whenever I get into one of those people's vehicles, like, it's hot. And usually they smell. And I'm just like, it doesn't mix. So anyways, 
I'm dying in this dude's car. And he has no AC, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot. I'm not in Texas anymore. Like, I have, I was like, at least roll fu- the fucking windows down, bro. I was like, it's 55 degrees. It has to be, like, it has to feel great outside. And it did for a little bit. Meanwhile, like I said, we're, we're, we're driving to my Airbnb, and I notice a lot of Mexican flags and a lot of trucks. And I was like, oh, shit, forgot it's Hispanic Heritage Month. And... I I've never been to Chicago. Like I said, this is my first time going to Chicago. I've heard a lot of stories and I've heard a lot of things like that, but I didn't know that there was Mexicans up there like that. I know there were Mexicans up there. I know there's Mexicans in Chicago. I know that. Okay, don't tell me like, oh, well, you didn't know. Like, no, I knew, but like, I didn't know. No, like they're up there, and these are not regular Mexicans. <laughs> like these are not. So I just see like at least maybe like 30 or 40 cars just driving by, honking the horns. They have the Mexican flag and, they're, you know, small ones, big ones, huge ones. And I'm like, well, like, what's the fuck's going on? Like, I know it's Hispanic Heritage Month, but like, what's going on? And then I found out there was a Mexican Independence Day like parade in Chicago that same day. And I was just like, oh, OK, well, that's cool. So. Uh, the guy, you know, we arrived to my Airbnb and, um, before I had got there, I had messaged the guy the day before and like, Hey man, I'm going in, you know, to Chicago for a festival and I want to know if it's cool if I can drop off my stuff, you know, cause it's like, I'm not going to be hauling all my clothes and whatever like to this fucking festival, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So the guy's like, yeah, no, it's cool. It's fine. He was like, here, I'll give you your code early. That way you can drop off your stuff. You can chill in there for a little bit. Um, somebody is in your room, so, like, you can't go in the room yet. But just chill there for a little bit till you know. It's like, all right. So I got there, dropped my stuff off. I chilled in the little, I guess, uh, not entertainment room, but, like, the living room, whatever, whatnot. And I, I took a nap maybe for, like, 30 minutes of charging my phone. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I guess... I guess I start getting ready going to uh, to this festival. So I called another Uber to come pick me up. And it was an older gentleman, I think, or somebody. I don't know. There's so many people that picked me up. And I drive to the festival. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the sights. I see the skyline. I see the city. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, Never would have thought I would be in Chicago, you know, let alone for a music festival that I'd never attended. So I get to the festival and I'm like, okay, cool. It's still kind of early. So I went to go in line, standing there and this and that, you know, watching other people walk by. Finally get into the festival and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, it's not like ACL, which I had never been to either. And I'm actually going to ACL. This weekend, uh, for weekend two, um, it's not like Voodoo Fest. It's not like, uh, well, actually, it's probably the same size as Voodoo Fest, maybe a little bit smaller. Um, and it's not like uh, fucking, what's it called? Free um, Press Summer Fest, RIP, I wish that shit would come back. It, it, Free Press was a little bit bigger, I believe. But... Riot Fest was in a park, uh, Douglas, 
Park, which is kind of a few minutes away from from everything, pretty much. It's kind of weird. But, yeah, I get into the festival, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, who am I going to go see? Like, I had my lineup already, like, who I was going to check out. And I'm looking around, this and this and that, see the merch, see the drugs. Like, they were selling, like, like Delta 8, Delta 9, uh, mushrooms, um, and, like, anything. Like, gummies, pills, candies, vapes, like, uh, anything you can think of, they had it. You know, they had a lot of cool stuff, a lot of t-shirts, a lot of, like, clothing, um brands and stuff like that and it was like all right this is pretty dope glasses uh artwork whatever whatnot and i'm just walking around i'm like all right killing time and i'm like fuck it i already had one drink this morning so i might as well have two um i ended up buying two more (laughs) so i had like a double fisting i'm just drinking and i'm like oh shit like it's time for the first band so i go see origami angel and if you guys know who origami angel is Cool points already. If you don't, go and check them out. You can find their music pretty much wherever you listen to music. Wherever you're hearing this podcast, you can probably just type in Origami Angel and they pop up. Um, my brother told me about them a few months ago, maybe at the beginning of the year, uh, when I was doing Space City Geek Fest. He was telling me, like, oh, I'm going to go see Origami Angel. And I'm like, who the fuck is Origami Angel? You know? And um, I was just like, okay, well, you know, I, I Spotified them. And I was like, I'll keep them till later. And then it wasn't until, I guess, April when the Riot Fest lineup came out. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, they're playing. And then maybe like a couple days later, they released like the Spotify playlist of all the bands that were playing. So I heard them and I was like, wow, I really like them. They're very good. They're very poppy, very catchy. I can't really consider them emo. They're just very pop punky uh, with a little like math rock kind of elements to them. They're from D.C., I believe, uh, or Jersey or somewhere. I don't know. But, yeah, I watched them, and they were pretty cool. And there was this older guy in front of me, and he was just like, hey, is your first time watching them? I was like, yeah, my brother told me about this band. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm a fan of theirs, and my daughter is a fan of them. So I'm here for her and for myself. I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, (laughs) they were already trying to mosh like at 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, and it's too fucking early. But it's like, yo, I've already been up for, what, eight hours, nine hours? It's like, fuck it, might as well, you know? So I'm moshing and having a good time. It's not really a, a moshing pit. It's just kind of like guys moving around. I'm like, bro, this is too early for some people. Like, um, But they put on a pretty good set. I liked them. And then the next band that came up was Hawthorne Heights. So I was at this certain stage for the majority of the day because all the bands that I wanted to see that I haven't seen yet uh, we're playing at this stage. So, like I said, the next band was Hawthorne Heights. And anybody that knows me personally knows that I love Hawthorne Heights. I've been a big fan of theirs since 05. When I first saw their music video saying sorry, I was fucking hooked. And I've been a fan ever since. That's what, like fucking 18 years? So I've been a fan for almost 20 years. And I'd never seen them. Like, I, I didn't go to shows when I was younger. Like, I didn't think about asking my parents, like, oh, can I go to this concert? I didn't think of that. I just didn't. Like, 
the the idea of going to a band's show was was not in my head. Like I had seen other bands, but this is like Christian bands and stuff like that, you know, church bands, whatever. I didn't. It wasn't in my head to think like, "Yo, dummy, why don't you save up your money so you can go to a show?" I didn't think of that. You know, I, I was dumb. You know, when I was like thirteen or fourteen, like I could have seen some great bands, but I, it just wasn't in. It wasn't in my head. I wasn't thinking that at the time. Anyways, saw Hawthorne Heights. Was really close. There was this weird dude in front of me. I I don't know if anybody can explain this, but. He had like these two like metallic it looked like bolts on the back of his neck. I don't know if he had surgery. I don't know if that's just a cosmetic thing. But obviously this dude this dude was gay and I don't think him and his buddy liked me cuz I was standing behind him and there was two other people that were next to me kind of behind me and he was like, "Hey, do you guys want to come up here in the front?" And they're just like, yeah, isn't that? And they just start talking. And I'm like, um, you could have just moved to the back and I could have moved forward, you know. But no, him and his, his buddy were, and then they're just fucking talking. Like, I don't know what it is about people, not saying gay people, but just people in general that just like to talk about themselves. And like, oh, I'm a professor at his college and I'm releasing a book. And they're like, oh my God, his book is so good. And I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, it's it's always funny and interesting when you're standing there and you're hearing other people's conversations around you and you're just like, I hate this person. I don't even know who the fuck this is. So anyways, Hawthorne Heights comes on. They just play nothing but fucking bangers. I'm screaming. I'm singing. I'm having a great time, you know, and then they're they're done. And then the next band comes on, which was Silverstein. I hadn't seen Silverstein. I've been a big fan of Silverstein since like 06, 05, 06. So I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, you know, this is pretty cool. And the reason I got into Silverstein and the Bayside and Hawthorne Heights and all that is because of one fucking, well, MTV, Fuse, VH1 at the time. And this one video game, which was called MVP Baseball 2006. Now... The other games were major league games. It was like 03, 04, 05. This one, this one was college. So I was just like, okay, you know, college baseball is cool. I like college. I like baseball. And I don't know who put that lineup. I need to find who that person was. But God bless them because they <laughs> they awoken my emo phase, my emo self from the fucking, you know, Pits of birth or whatever. I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. But, you know. But before Silverstein came on, I walked around to the concessions. And dude, people, listeners, these people know how to throw a fucking festival. When you go to Riot, when you go to Riot Fest, you're not going to just see one thing. You know, you're not just going to see someone selling hot dogs or burgers or fucking pizza or whatever. No, they had... Anything you can fucking imagine. They had Chinese food. They had Mexican food. They had Asian food. I'm not gonna say Asian and Chinese is two different things. They had Asian food. They had Italian food. They had pizza. They had chicken. They had fish. They had tacos. They had Polish food. 
They had anything and everything you can fucking imagine. Shit that you would see at like a state fair. They had anything you can fucking imagine. And that's that's not the first. That's actually the first time I've been to a festival that's had a lot of variety. Because I've been to festivals and they don't really have shit. Like they don't have shit. I've been to fucking free press. Well, free press slash in bloom. And they didn't really have much. Um... You know, I went to Voodoo Fest. I don't even remember eating at Voodoo Fest. I don't think we even ate at Voodoo Fest. But I'm sure they didn't have good food. Uh, <laughs> but Chicago Riot Fest, they had a lot of good shit. And they had, like, this Ferris wheel. And it was pretty cool. I didn't want to get up there because I'm like, I don't trust it. I'm too big. I'm not, I'm not doing it. But I got this pizza that was fucking huge. Bigger than the plate that they gave it on. You know, I was just like, this is a, I couldn't even finish it. It was a huge pizza. I was like, this is going to have to last me the whole day. Um, which is foreshadowing for something. <laughs> so anyways, Silverstein comes on. I'm having, you know, I'm watching them. They're playing some songs that I know, you know, um, they playing some fucking bangers and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I stay there again and the Bayside, you know, plays and I get closer and, you know, they're playing fucking bangers and they're just killing it and shit like that. And people are moshing. People are smoking. It's just it's a good time. I'm taking pictures. I'm taking videos. I'm having a great time, you know. And um, I was just like, okay, yeah, cool, you know. I, I, I went off, you know, after they were done. I was just walking around, looking at all the cool stuff that they had. You know, they had a lot of alcohol stuff. They had a lot of, like, a lot of, like, weird stuff. But it was a lot of cool stuff, too. They had, like, a little book, tent. They had, like, just a lot of stuff. I went to go buy some merch, um, you know, uh, some stuff that I saw that I liked. They bought me a shirt and, and some stuff. Um, I bought more stuff later on that weekend. But, you know, it was, like, a jacket and, uh, and a beanie because I was like, oh, right, you know, it's going to get colder. In Chicago, so it's like I might as well, you know, bundle up. It's the windy city, and once it gets colder over here, I have something I can wear, you know, aside from the other fucking <laughs> jackets and shit that I have. So, anyways, I go, and uh, I'm, I'm my legs are killing me. I'm like I'm falling apart, dead. Like my legs are just dying. My knees are dying. My quads are dying. My feet are killing me. My back is hurting. I'm like, fuck. Like, I really do need to lose weight. <laughs> like, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then my phone's like at 30 something percent. And I'm just like, fuck, I got to charge it up. Cause, you know, the Foo Fighters were playing. And it's like, I have to see the Foo Fighters. But there was this other band that was playing before the Foo Fighters. And I swear to God, I don't know who the fuck they were. All their music sounded the same. They were like an alternative band from the 90s. I think it was like two sisters, twin sisters or something. But like, I I was just like, what the fuck is this? They were playing like their album. I guess it was the anniversary of their album. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what to think of anything. Because I'm just like tired as fuck. And I'm just like, fuck. So... I get up after they're done, and I walk with the crowd to the front. And I had a pretty good front view. I wasn't so close to the stage, but I wasn't so far away. 
So I was just like, all right, dope. You know, my phone is charging. It's at like 40, 45, 50%, whatever, you know. And I'm using it, you know, because it's... And then this band that's playing next to the stage, because they had two stages like next to each other. So meanwhile, while I'm waiting for Foo Fighters, the band Turnstile is playing next. And they're on the other stage on the left-hand side. And I'm sorry if anybody is a fan of Turnstile. I'm sorry if you guys like their music, but they fucking suck. They suck balls. You know, like Jose says, they suck, homie. They suck. Um, I did not enjoy Turnstile at all. I was actually enraged <laughs> because I was just like, God, how many of their songs sound the fucking same? You know? And I was just like, I, you know, I heard some of their stuff and, you know, on YouTube and whatever like that on, on the Spotify playlist. And I was like, okay, well, they're not that bad, you know. But, oh, my God, I couldn't. I was standing there in torture. The lead singer looks like Charlie Poof, like an older version who's, like, jacked up. The dude fucking takes off his shirt and he's just screaming in the mic, yo, just like after every song. And he's just, it was just, it was, in, it was just, I couldn't, I can't even put it in words. It was so annoying. So frustrating. And I'm just like, when are the Foo Fighters coming on? Wait, where's Dave? Where's Dave at? Can we, can we, can we get this shit rolling, you know? So finally, after almost an hour of torture, <laughs> they, you know, they get off stage or whatever, whatnot. And... Foo Fighters come on, and man, I lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. It was my second time watching the Foo Fighters, you know? The first time was in 2018, I believe. 2018, 2019, one of those. I think it was 18. Could have been 19. I think it was 18. I believe it was 18. And, you know, I was at the Cynthia Woods Mental Pavilion, which is in the Woodlands, and, you know... My girlfriend at the time got me a ticket because she knew that I loved Foo Fighters. And, you know, I'm very appreciative of that moment because I was just like, wow. Like, she did that twice. She got me one ticket to see the Foo Fighters. And she got me a ticket for my birthday to see Hawthorne Heights when they came into town. So I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. So I saw Foo Fighters with the Struts back in 2018, I believe. And this was when Taylor was still alive and in the band. And it was a magical moment. I didn't take any videos. I didn't take any pictures. But it's hard for me to remember because I'm just like, you know, at, at, we're, we're so, like, stuck to our phone to where, like, we have to take a video or a picture to remember that moment. But I was like, no, I'm going to just take a mental video and picture and just remember this. I do remember they played Generator, which is one of my favorite songs from there's an older song. And, you know, hearing Everlong and it getting really emotional. So I was just like, all right, this time it's going to be better. Like, they're going to play for a good while. You know, Dave's going to pull out all the fucking stops. And this way, it's more emotional because they, you know, just got a new drummer and you know, they're touring again and they just put out a new album. So it's like, it's like they're, they're still in the motion and everything, but it's like, 
you know, Taylor's not there. So, you know, they're playing fucking banger after banger after banger. And I'm just screaming and just having a great time, singing, crying, taking videos on my phone, taking pictures, trying to upload them on Instagram, knowing damn well hundreds of thousands of people were doing the same fucking thing I was doing. So I'm just like, you know, having a great time. And Dave starts doing my hero. And I'm I'm very emotional because I was like, man, I there's there's a connection to this song that I have that's going to happen sometime in the future. Hopefully not the near future, but very far in the future, to why this song is gonna be very special to me. It is very special, but there's a there's there's a moment in my life that it's gonna make this song even more um emotional and stuff like that sometime in the long future. So they're they're playing and and, and uh they have like their tour bus like on this call, like in the calls like the little video games, and they they show a little uh a little logo and it's of Taylor Hawkins' logo that he had on his drum kit. And I'm like, I'm trying to take a picture of it, and I'm like, this is like super awesome and this is very emotional, you know? And um yeah, I couldn't, I, my, I, I put my hand in my pocket and reached in there and didn't feel my phone. And I start freaking out. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, where's my phone? Like, I know I put it in this pocket. I know I did. So I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I get on the floor, start looking around, and people are just looking at me weird. I guess they think, like, I'm like, you know, high as fuck, or like I'm, I, I, I don't know. They probably thought I was on some kind of drugs, but like I'm looking for my phone. I don't see anything. I'm like, what the fuck? I start looking at my bag, and I'm like, did I put it in my bag? I'm like, no, I didn't put it in my bag. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I was just like, where's my phone at? Like I'm freaking out. Like I'm freaking out. And I'm like, where the fuck is my phone? And at that moment, it clicked in my head, and I was just like. I can't stand here and enjoy this concert. I just can't. Like, I came all the way from Houston to Chicago to come to Riot Fest to see the Foo Fighters. And I can't enjoy this show. So, I turned around and I walked in front of hundreds, what seemed like thousands of people. You know, trying to get to the back. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, what the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck am I going to do? And I'm just freaking out. And I'm trying to find somebody that's wearing a Riot Fest shirt that can help me out or some kind of security or something like that. So I see this one guy. I was like, hey, man, like, I, I need to talk to somebody. I, I just lost my phone. I don't know what's going on. Like, I need help. And he's like, oh, okay, well, lost and found is that way. I'm like, okay, cool. So I go to lost and found. And I tell them, like, hey, like, I just lost my phone. I don't know if it's stolen or lost it. I don't know if anybody's brought it back here. Um, it's, you know, this kind of phone and it has this. And they're like, no, we're sorry. So I'm like, I'm stuck. I don't know what to I'm thinking in my head, like, how the hell am I going to get back 
Like, how am I going to get back? I go talk to security. I go talk to these cops that are just hanging out here. They're kind of like, well, you know, like, you're just going to have to figure out, like, you know, wait till all these people leave. Try to see if you can get back in so you can talk to uh, Lost and Found and see if somebody returned it later. And, you know, I did that. I, st- I stood out for hours. You know, meanwhile, hearing Dave Grohl playing all these fucking badass songs that I could have been enjoying with, you know, and I, I wasn't. I was fucking scared for my life. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. And, you know, like everything was, my whole life was on that phone. You know, my contacts, um, my boarding pass, all my apps, my banking account, you know. I know it's stupid of me to do this, but like I had tons of notes that had a bunch of logins and passwords that went to them, especially the things that were important. I shouldn't be doing that. Um, You know, my cards on there, you know, all my social media is logged in, you know, pictures. Uh, moments in time that I, I I can't get back because I didn't I didn't back up my phone okay I didn't back up my pictures because I didn't think I did take off a lot of pictures because I needed to save space so I got some of that shit down it was just a bunch of memes and other pictures that I had that were you know important to me and I'm just like I don't I don't I don't know what to do like I'm scared I don't even know how much money I have on my card. I'm screwed. Like, I don't know. And side note, my buddy was supposed to come with me. We had been talking about this for months, and he was supposed to meet me there Friday. I don't know what time he was going to show up. I don't know if he was going to go to the event. I don't know. So I'm like, fuck, man. Like, if he was here, this would have been so much less stressful because I don't know anybody in Chicago. I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I don't know anybody. I don't know any podcasters. I don't know anyone. I didn't make no friends because I'm not that kind of person when I go to places like that. So I'm like, I'm sitting there cold, scared, hungry, thirsty, and worried as fuck because I'm like, where's my phone? The per- The people that I was talking to, like... You know, they're probably like, why the fuck? Why hasn't he texted me back yet? They're, I mean, all, they all knew, like, I was at a concert. So they're like, oh, well, you know, he's at a concert. It's fine. But, you know, it was from, like, what, 8 o'clock till maybe, like, 11 or 12 o'clock, you know, at that moment. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to get back. I'm going to these vendors trying to find water, trying to find something. Like, if they take card or whatever. And I'm just like, fuck, man, none of these people take card. So I'm just like, I, I don't know. I'm like walking aimlessly. I finally find a truck that takes card. And I'm like, I, I need to keep up my fucking like alertness. So I was like, I got a couple sodas and a water. And I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I don't know what to do. So I, I finally bother another cop and tell him like, hey, man, look, I'm not from here. I'm from Houston. I came here for this festival. And I believe someone stole my phone. I told them what happened. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. Well, 
where are you staying at? Are you staying at a hotel? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm staying at an Airbnb. And I'm like, where's the Airbnb? And I'm like, I don't even know. And they're like, you don't know the address? And I'm like, dude, everything's on my phone. And he was like, oh, fuck. So this cop, he's like, hey, can you, can you show me where it's at? So I show him, like, okay, well, I'm kind of in this area. And I, I kind of give him, like, the number of the address. And he's like, okay, well, you, you know, he's trying to come for me and make me feel a little bit better. And he's like, no, okay, you're on, you're on a roll. You got it. You got it. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. So him and this other cop, she's fine as fuck, um, <laughs> they go to a taxi guy and they stop him and they tell him, like, hey, we need you to give this guy a ride to his Airbnb. You know, don't charge him. You know, the, if, if you go to the police station, tell them, you know, wh- whoever, they'll, they'll, you know, reimburse you, whatever. And, you know, I'm talking to the female cop, which is very fine. Um, and she was like, well, can you log into your Airbnb account on my phone? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know the password. I don't know anything. All this stuff is on my phone. I was like, I can give you my number, but that's not going to do me anything. And she's like, well, where are you staying at? And I told her, I'm like, I'm staying on the south side. And she's like, where on the south side? And I told her, and she was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? She was like, dude, you're literally staying in the worst part of Chicago. I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, that's a horrible area to stay in. And I'm like, really? She's like, you didn't do any research before you got here? I'm like, it was cheaper than anything I saw. And the Airbnb was nice. So, yeah, I took it. She was like, next time you should do your research before you come out here. I really wanted to be like, well, next time I come out here, can I stay with you? (laughs) But I was like, in my mind, I was just like, no, I can't flirt right now. I'm fucking terrified for my life. I don't know what the fuck to do. So... I get into this, uh, this taxi and the dude fucking charges me. He charges me like 40 bucks and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. So we're leaving the festival and all I can think of is like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I wonder who's calling me. I wonder who's texting me. Who has my phone? What did they do? You know, luckily there's no way of getting on the phone because I had my face scan. I thought of that like a couple of weeks before and I was just like, okay, this makes sense. You know, I'll do a face scan. It's easier. And then, you know, my pin, like they're not going to guess my pin or my thumb. So it's like, there's no fucking way to get into my phone unless you know what my pin is. So I'm just like, Oh fuck. Like I'm scared. I'm fucking tired. It's like one something in the morning. And the guy's like, oh, there's a lot of traffic. And I'm like, what do you mean traffic? He's like, in the streets. These people were celebrating, like I said, in the beginning of the day, the Mexican Independence Parade. This shit went on longer than expected. There's a lot of fucking Mexicans and Mexican flags everywhere. And it's just a bunch of Latinos peeling down their trucks and partying and drinking and playing music. And I'm like... Okay, I feel somewhat comfortable. You know, this, these are my people. I feel comfortable. Up until we're, wa- we're driving and this guy's like, hey, bro, hey, hey, leave them alone. They're good. They're good. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are these guys going to fucking do something? And I'm like, oh, my God. 
I was just like, please don't fucking rob us, bro. Like, that would have been even worse to be like, bro, like, seriously, on Mexican Independence Day, you're going to rob one of your own? Like, come on, dog. Luckily, we got back. It took us like fucking 45 minutes to get back, you know, to the south side of Chicago. And the guy's driving me around, and he was like, is this the place? And I'm like, yeah, that's the place. So it's like, fuck, man. I'm like, okay. So I get up into, you know, the Airbnb. The guy put all my stuff in my room, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Tell me why. It's fucking 2 o'clock in the morning, and all I hear is someone's fucking in one of the rooms. And it's not like like a subtle like hint like, oh, like you can kind of hear it like they're fucking. No, they were fucking loud. Like the girl was moaning loud. The guy was obviously doing business and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) like what the fuck's going on and i'm just like i'm too tired to sleep i'm too tired to take a shower but i'm i can't sleep like i i couldn't sleep for a good couple of hours i would wake up go to sleep wake up go to sleep wake up and i was like fuck this man i don't even know what time it is there's no clocks there's no phones there's no nothing And it's funny because I went to the restroom and take a shower. And then as soon as I went back into my room, those people came out of their room. And it's like they're everyone was actively trying to avoid contact with each other. And I'm like, okay, it's weird. I kind of wanted to see what kind of like chick that person was because it was like, if he's this guy's hitting it pretty hard, he must be fine. But didn't see it. I know it sounds weird. So I take a shower. I put my clothes on. And I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I take my backpack with me. I have my, my, my wallet. Thank God I had my wallet. And I had my chart. Why, why did I even bring my charger? I don't know why. Um, I just brought my, my phone. Not my phone. What the fuck? See? So I brought my wallet. I had my backpack. Um, I had something else in there. I forgot. And this guy printed out like a little piece of paper that was laminated of like house rules or whatever in the address. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this with me because if something were to happen to me or if I were to get my phone or something like that, I need to know where the fuck this place is at. So I, I take a walk and I'm walking and I'm like, okay, like, where am I going? I don't know Chicago. I don't know anything. Like, what am I going? Where am I going? So I noticed a sign that said hospital. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the most basic and logical thing you can do. So went to a hospital. Saw the security guard, told him, hey, man, look, I'm looking for the closest, you know, police station. The guy literally told me, I don't know where that is. Like, what? He's like, yeah, I don't know where the police station's at. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I really wanted to say thanks for nothing. But I was just like, no, that's going to be kind of rude. So I walked to a gas station and I asked them, I'm like, do you guys know where the police station is? And they're like, hey, just get on the bus and tell the, the bus driver and he'll take you to the police station. So I was like, okay. So I got on the bus. And I told the guys, like, hey, man, I need to go to the police station now. 
And he didn't charge me, which was cool. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, there's so many things going through my head. You know, I'm like, are my parents calling me? Is somebody calling me? Somebody texting me, blowing up my phone, messaging me on Instagram? Like, I, you know, obviously I'm not that much of an important person. But, you know, at this moment in time, like, a lot of people were talking to me. And I was talking to somebody on the phone that I have been talking to for a minute. And I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know. So I finally get to the police station. And, my God, the police station smells like shit, piss, whatever you think. And there's, I can't even explain how many homeless people were sleeping in the police station. And I was just like. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Like, it's cold. You don't want people sleeping out there. So it makes sense for them sleeping here. Even the cops had told me, like, hey, man, like, if you can't get into your Airbnb, just tell the guy to take you to the police station. And I'm like, okay. And then looking at it, I was like, oh, no, thank God they didn't send me to this police station because I would have been fucking scared for as fuck. <laughs> so I go and I tell the cop and tell him what's going on. And he's like, man, I can't do anything for you. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I can't do anything. He's like, the best I can do is just file a police report. I'm like, what good is that? He's like, that's all I can do. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I was just like, okay, third best thing. I was like, where's the closest T-Mobile? And he starts Googling it. And he's like, okay. There's two of them. One of them is three miles away. The other one is like 5.6 or some weird shit like that. And I'm like, I'll do the three miles. And he was like, okay, this is the name of the address. This is the street. He's like, it's three miles, dude. Like, can you, is like, is that a problem? And I'm like, I have nothing left to do but to do that. And I was like, okay. I walked out of there and I just walked. And I walked, and I walked, and I walked, and then I found this pit bull that was really, uh, really friendly, and she started walking right next to me, and like being playful and whatever, whatnot. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess this pit bull's gonna take care of me for for my, the rest of my trip. And you know, I'm walking, and I'm just thinking about everything, and I'm just crying, and just you know, just really scared because I'm like, fuck, man, like. I literally get off the plane and literally within 12 hours, this shit happens to me. And I'm just like, what of all the fucking chances in my life that this shit happens? You know, like, why did this happen? Like, it just, it didn't make any sense to me. And I'm walking and, and then the dog leaves me and I'm just like, oh, great. Like, now I don't have nobody to walk with me, you know, to protect me. And... I'm just like, fuck, man. So, like, I'm just, like, walking and just, like, fuck, man. (laughs) This dog left me. I don't have anybody. Luckily, nobody fucked with me, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And um, I finally see the street that that the guy's telling me to go, you know, to. And I turn to right, and I'm walking, and I see a, um, what's it called? Not the one with T-Mobile. I forgot what it's called. Something like it's kind of associated with T-Mobile. 
So I see that one, and then I see a Boost Mobile, and I'm like, okay, okay, there's a Boost Mobile. And then I see this strip mall, and it's a T-Mobile, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm walking, and I, I go down the strip mall, and I don't see the T-Mobile. And I'm like, okay, where is it? Like, is it in the back? Like, what the fuck? So I go to inside the subway, and it was a 24-hour subway, which I had never seen in my fucking life. And I talked to the guy, and I'm like, hey, bro, like, do you know where the T-Mobile was at? And he's like, yeah, man, it should be across the street. And I was just like, okay. So... I go and I look and I'm like, where's this T-Mobile? I thought like T-Mobile was like going to be in like in that same building as the Boost Mobile and the other one. And I was just like, no. I was like, fuck. I'm like, the fucking cop sent me to a T-Mobile that does not exist anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Seriously. So I go back inside the the subway and i told the guy I was like hey bro like this up like that that subway the t-mobile's not there and he was like what i guess they got rid of it and i'm like yeah and i told him what happened he was like damn bro he's like i'm really really sorry that happened to you he's like i i you know i apologize and i'm like you don't have to apologize it's not your fault he's like no i understand but like it sucks like you know you're not even from here and you have to deal with this so he looks up the closest T-Mobile around there. And he was like, hey, man, there's another one, but it's like another, like, three miles. And I'm like, I have, what choice do I have? And he's like, all right, well, here, here's the address. And, you know, this is the street. And I was like, okay. So I'm walking down, and I'm walking down, like, this neighborhood, which feels like forever. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm walking... I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is a really nice neighborhood. Like, Chicago is, it's not bad, but, like, the neighborhoods are nice. And it's, like, watch, looking at all these houses and how they're built and and stuff like that. And it was just like, okay, this is, this is kind of cool. Like, this is what you see in the movies. This is what you see in the shows and whatever like that whenever they're talking about Chicago. So, you know, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Luckily, I had bought a Gatorade. And I was just like, this is going to have to keep me like I have not eaten since like 2 p.m. the day before that big ass pizza, because I thought like the pizza is going to give me nutrients, which it gave me nutrients until I got home to the Airbnb. And the guy that was hosting the Airbnb had like a fridge and you can, you know, cook and whatever, what like that. But I was like, I'm not cooking none of this shit. Like, I don't I'm no like, no, no, thank you. So, I didn't even eat. I just had something to drink, and I had that Gatorade. That was the only thing I had in my body besides the water and the, the Pepsis that I had a couple hours before. So, like, I'm dying. I'm, like, I'm hungry as fuck. And I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, walking more. And I finally see the T-Mobile. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. I don't even know what time it is. I don't even know if they're open yet. And I go up and I, I sit down because I'm like, okay, maybe they're not open yet. So I get up and I see this guy leave and I'm like, okay, I guess they are. So I go in and um, I, 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 I talk to this guy. I think his name was Os uh, Oswaldo. And um, I told him, like, hey, man, like, I'm from Houston. 
I came to Chicago to visit for Riot Fest at Douglas Park, and someone stole my phone. And he was like, oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah, I have... I have no way of, like, contacting anybody. The Airbnb that I'm staying at doesn't even have a fucking phone. Even if it did, I don't even know the fucking numbers, you know, to anybody, which kind of sad, you know, because not that long ago, I knew a bunch of numbers, you know, because you had to. You didn't have a cell phone back in the day, back in the early 2000s, where you could just save your numbers. Like, you had to remember... Oh, I had to remember my grandparents' number. I had to remember my mom's number. I had to remember my dad's. I had to remember the house number. Not like that anymore. So I'm like, look, man, I, I'm scared. I don't know what's going on. I, I guess I have to get a new phone. So <laughs> he's like, okay, fine. Well, you know. So he's like, well, what are you interested in? Trying to get the same one that you had. And I'm trying to see if they had the 22 plus, but I'm like, Fuck it, I'm just going to have to go with the 23. It was actually a little bit cheaper. I could have went cheaper or knowing that, but I was just like, you know what? No, I had to. Uh, I at least got to get something, you know? So the guy's like, okay, well, I'm going to need you to sign into this account, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't know anything. Everything's on my phone. He's like, you don't know your account numbers? You don't know the passwords? No. <laughs> so he's like, so he's like, you know what? We're going to have to try to, they, for some reason, they can rig the phones that are on display. So it got internet and it got, you know, service. So I'm going through my Gmail. I'm trying to sign in. I'm trying to do all this other stuff. And we're hitting roadblocks because it's like, oh, to verify, you have to get this pin number from your cell phone number. And I'm like, great. Why did I do this? So the guy helps me out. And we finally get in, and I get all my login, whatever, whatnot. You know, I go to my bank account, try to see how much I have left, and try to put as much as I can on my card. Because I'm like, I'm really thinking, like, you know what? I'm just going to pay for this fucking phone, like, straight here and there. Like, I'm going to drop $800, and it's like, fucking sucks, but I'm going to have to do it. Because I dropped some money the day before. So we're sitting there, and... You know, like the guy can see how tired I was, how stressed out I was, just how emotional I was. You know, we start talking and he starts, you know, asking me questions. The guy was really nice. And so was his manager. And they were talking to me, you know, asking me questions and and stuff like that. They gave me some water. They're like, hey, man, if you want to take a nap, you can. Like, we'll make sure like nobody bothers you. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, dude, I walked like six fucking miles. Like, I think I'm good, <laughs> you know. So we finally get the phone. You know, he was like, hey, we're going to throw in a watch too. And I, I, honestly, I was not a big watch guy. I was not a big watch guy. I was just like, I don't know. I think they're kind of stupid because my ex has a watch and she always leaves it around. And I'm like, she never uses it. So like, what's the point? So anyways, the guy's like, now we're going to throw in a watch, you know, this and that, just to kind of keep your troubles. And I'm already thinking like, oh, y'all throwing this in for free? No, you're not. Like, I have to pay for the, I have to pay for this fucking watch. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it. I might as well. You know, it's my birthday. Might as well get me something nice, you know, aside from my trip. So, you know, we're logging in and stuff like that. And he was like, hey, um, 
you got a lot of text messages and a lot of stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's reason. But he tells me one that's really important. And he's like, I think you need to see this. And it was my buddy texting me, telling me that he ended up going to jail. And I'm thinking, great. He came to Chicago and ended up doing what he said he might do. And now he's in jail in Chicago. Great. Don't even know where to find him. Don't even know where to start. So I'm like, fuck me, man. But he's like, you know what? Just don't worry about it. You're already stressed out enough. So, you know, he's signing in through the phone. He's calling T-Mobile and, and, and Samsung or whatever and telling them what happened. And he was like, hey, look, we're going to try to do some more stuff for you. So they ended up talking to them and telling them to, like, clear out that phone and just get rid of everything on there, all the this and this and that. So he's like, yeah, so if anybody ever finds it, like, there's nothing they can do to get in. Like, it's just, it's just that. It's just the fucking phone. Like, you can't call, you can't do anything, you can't log in, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's one less thing I have to worry about. So, you know, time, you know, going forward, I'm all logged in, everything's signed in, all this and that. And... He's like, all right, man, well, here, you know, we do the payments, whatever. And he's like, are you ready to go? And I, he gave me some recommendations for some food because we started talking. He was like, oh, what part of Texas are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Houston. He's like, oh, he's like, I've been to Houston a couple of times. And of course, like everybody fucking says, your Tex-Mex, not that great. And I'm like, what the, f-? like, what? I was like, well, it, it depends on where you go, dude. Like, it, it, there's a lot of Tex-Mex that. It's good, and there's a lot of text mix that's so-and-so. Like, it's not that great. And he was just like, he's like, I'm going to do, some, do something else for you. So he goes to my phone and writes out all these places to try out Mexican-wise. And he was like, he's like, did you try any of the Mexican food on here? I was like, no. He's like, but it's really reassuring and really great to see you know, the raza out here. And he was like, yeah, he's like, it's really cool. And I was like, dude, I didn't think there was that many Mexicans out here. He was like, he was like, if you go to Little Village, I think is what it's called. Um, he's like, yeah, they're all there. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, that's where we were yesterday. And he was like, yeah, they were throwing like these festivals and stuff like that there. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, you know. So he gives me a bunch of food recommendations. And he's like, one of them is actually like down the street. He's like, go check it out. I highly suggest it. Uh, I think they were called Pacos Tacos. And I was just like, all right, cool. So, you know, we get my phone, whatever that. And I, I look at him and I shake his hand. And I'm like, dude, you do not know how much this really means to me. How much you've done so much for me today. I was like, you and your manager have done more than what the fucking cops have done. Since I've been here. And they're just like, yeah, the, the cops suck here. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, the ones in Houston are not that bad. They're not, you know. But I'm like, the ones here in Chicago, it looks like they don't give a fuck. And the, the, the manager's like, they don't. She said that she went out. Someone broke into her friend's car. And they called the cops. Or there was a cop like down the street. And they told him what happened. They're like, okay, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, holy fuck. I was like, that's wild. And she's like, yeah, the cops suck here. And I was, I was telling her, I was like, yeah. I was like, 
you know, I was telling them where I was staying at and they were all like surprised and shocked where I was staying. And they're like, where are you staying? And then like Englewood. And they were just like, oh, Englewood. That's not that bad. He's like, it's it's really like it's coming up. He's like, there's a lot of Latinos moving in there. You know, they're making it nice. They're gentrifying it away. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, nobody was really fucking with me. Like people saw me. They didn't fuck with me. I was like, it's not like that where I'm at. I was like, if they if you look like you don't belong there, people will literally like call you out and be like, hey, yo, are you who the fuck are you? Like, what are you doing over here? <laughs> literally if you do not fit in or look like they will call you out and they were just like the cops always say that shit like it's not bad like it, you know and the guy was like no it's not that bad he's like you know i have some friends around there it's it's not a bad neighborhood it's like it's been neglected he's like but you know a lot of latinos are moving in and they're making the houses look nice and they're doing this and they're doing that and i'm like okay well that's that's great that's cool. And, you know, and he's like, all right, well, you're all set. And I tell him, you know, again, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. And I was like, hey, man, if you're ever in Houston, hit me up. Like, I'll, I'll, I will repay what you've done for me here. I'll take you to get some good food. We'll go hang out. We'll do stuff like that. And he's like, all right, that's cool. What really sucks is I didn't give him my information or anything like that. Like, I'm sure he still has my number, but. Uh, I didn't give him, like, my social or anything. And I was like, I wish I would have. Um, but big shout-out to Oswaldo at fucking T-Mobile in Chicago, man. That dude literally fucking saved my life. And as soon as I get my phone, I'm walking. I call my parents and tell them what happened. They're like, we were wondering where you were at. Like, we didn't see you post anything. We didn't see you talk about anything. And I told them, like, well, my phone got stolen. And this and that, and they were like, "Do you need to send you any money?" And I'm like, "No, mom. Like, I got like, you know, I have enough money." So I call them just to reassure them, like, "I'm cool." And what happened? And this and that. They're like, "Okay, well, you know, let us know if anything happens." And I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And it's fucking raining too, and I'm like walking to go eat, and I'm like, "This has to be awesome." Fucking lose my phone, have to walk six fucking miles to a T-Mobile. Now I'm walking another mile and a half, and I'm just like, it's raining. Actually, it was like two miles. So I'm like, fuck, man, I walked like eight fucking miles today. And I call my friends and I tell them what happened and this and this and that. And um, I finally get to this place, Paco's Tacos. And I was just like, okay, this is pretty cool. The food up there is expensive. The Mexican food is fucking pricey, dog. Like, I thought it was expensive here. Fuck no. For tacos and tortas and all that, this shit's expensive. Especially for, like, rice and beans and shit. Expensive. So I'm like, fuck it, man. Like, I need to eat. I haven't eaten in almost, like, fucking 24 hours. Literally almost 24 hours. And I'm just like, okay. So I sit down and I eat and... um. I was like, man, these are not that bad. Like, these tacos are pretty packed. They don't really have, like, the flavoring and the seasoning like I'm used to here in Texas. But it's good. Like, the meat's cooked well and then this and that. The torta was really good. It was pretty fluffy. Um, and, you know, the stupid me, I didn't tell them no onions because I don't like onions. But I was just like, all right, well, you know what? I got to do what I got. I can't be fucking picky. So I'm just like, okay. 
So I eat and I'm just like, oh, I feel so full. I feel so great. I feel, I feel so much better. So then I call an, uh, another Uber and I tell him to take me to fucking my fucking hotel. And not my hotel, my Airbnb. So I get to my Airbnb and I'm tired. I'm tired. Like I'm just dead. So as soon as I get my phone, my watch, whatever, I charge it up. And I knock out. Like, I go to sleep for a good couple of hours. I wake up, and it sucks because day two was supposed to be really awesome for me at Riot Fest. I was supposed to go see Anta Shikari, Bowling for Soup, Queens of the Stone Age, um, and some other bands. I, I, I forgot. They're on the tip of my tongue. Frank Turner. And some other stuff, other bands. That was supposed to be, day two was supposed to be fucking awesome. But it rained. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to go. Because it's raining. And I'm fucking tired. So, I get up around maybe like 7 or 8 o'clock. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go out. I think I should enjoy myself. You know, that guy gave me some recommendations to go drink at some places. I'm going to go do that. So, I found some bars that were kind of all lined up in the same street. So I uh, I get ready. I put my clothes on, whatever like that, and try to look somewhat decent. And I get dropped off at these bars, and I'm fucking drinking, man. Like, all the Mexicans are out. All the Latinos are out. Everybody's out. Everybody's having bar specials. Everybody's doing Mexican-themed stuff. So I'm like, all right. All right, you know, I'm into this. I'm cool, you know. And, yeah, I'm just taking... I took, like, as soon as I got to the first bar, I took two shots of tequila. I was just like, I fucking need this. I need this. <laughs> and I started ordering... They had, like, this little thing. And they're like, oh, these are these little Mexican-inspired drinks. And I was like, give me one of each. So I'm like, okay. So I finish all my drinks, pay my tab... And I'm walking. I go to the next bar. Get a couple drinks there. Get a shot there. Boom, 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 drink. Eat some food there. And I was just like, I need to eat and I need to drink because I already know myself. I don't want to get too fucked up. But I want to get fucked up enough where I'm still somewhat normal. So I'm walking down and see these people and, and stuff like that. And then I get to this other bar called La Vaca. I think is what it's called. The Cow. And there's a long line, not a long line, but it's a line. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about myself. I'm pretty lit. And I get into the bar and I'm like, I don't want to sit inside. So I sit outside and they bring me the menu and I'm like, okay. Uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna get a margarita, but I'm gonna get a pitcher. I was like, fuck it. I might as well go big or go home. So I get a margarita pitcher. It was like a passion fruit flavor. And I got some food. Um, I forget the name of the food that I had, but oh my god, that shit was salty as fuck. Like I could not enjoy it. I think it was like uh, chorizo, queso, chorizo, queso, chorizo, something like that. I don't know what it's called, but it was like chorizo, and then like cheese on top of it, and like they had like tortillas and stuff like that. Um, which I've seen some videos on TikTok. But, yeah, the chorizo was salty, 
salty as fuck. And I'm drinking and I'm like, oh, fuck no. Like, if I don't, if I'm not in a coma right now, like, I'm going to be like, this shit is fucking salty. Like, my sodium levels are kind of fucking skyrocket because of this shit. And I'm finishing, like, I'm trying to finish this picture, but, like, I'm losing the battle. I'm fucking drunk. Like, I'm drunk, drunk. Like, I'm already falling asleep. I'm like, nope, I got to finish this last drink. So I, I, I chugged the fucking margarita. I signed the paper and I call my Uber and it's, and I'm us. I fall asleep in the fucking Uber. <laughs> I'm like knocked out cold. And the lady's like trying to get me out. She's like, sir, like we're here. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, you've been out for like five minutes. She's like, you fell asleep in the car, but I've been trying to get you to wake up for five minutes. And I'm like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. So I get out and I'm stumbling. And I finally get to the room, and I take off my clothes, take off my shoes, and I just go, plop, and I fall on the bed, and I, I'm just knocked out cold. And I'm like, this is, this, is, this is the way to end a fucking terrible night. It's a terrible fucking day. So I get up, I check my phone, texting, whatever, whatnot. And I'm like, okay, well... Day three, here we go. Day three wasn't really going to be that much. I was going to go later in the day to the festival because the only bands that I wanted to see was The Used, AFI, and The Cure. So I'm like, okay, fine. Like, you know, I'll end up going later. And then it starts raining. And then I was just like, okay, well... I guess I'm not going to go till, you know, I don't know when the, the gates are going to open. So I started getting ready and I, I call another Uber again and I, um, I tell them to take me to this taco spot that I, I checked out and I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to eat before I get to this fucking festival because I'm not doing this again. You know, well, I did end up doing it again, <laughs> but I ate some tacos fucking expensive fucking expensive i got like maybe four tacos and they were gonna cost me like 20 bucks and i'm like what the fuck they were like four dollars and some like 450 or four something each and i'm like fuck no like this shit is not like this at home and it only took cash and i'm like you motherfuckers (laughs) so i wanted to try some of their other tacos but i was like i'm only limited to this I'm like, okay. So I got the tacos and I eat it. I eat them. And they're not that great. They're not that great at all. Um, And I'm just like, okay, cool. So I I get out. And then I go to a McDonald's. And I, I, you know, it's like, I'm going to get something to drink here. Because I didn't get anything to drink with my food. And I was like, hey, can I get a Powerade? And they're like, What? They're like, uh, a Powerade. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't serve Powerade here at McDonald's. And I'm like, I, it clicked. And I was like, oh, fuck. They don't do that here. They do that at home. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm from Texas, and they have that there. They're like, oh, okay. I was like, well, can I just get a lemonade instead? So I got me a large lemonade. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to walk to this fucking park. Because I was like, I'm not going to get an Uber. That would have taken me 15 minutes. It's like, it's going to be like an hour walk. And it's like, you know what? 
I've been doing so much walking today. I might as well fucking walk. So I'm walking, and it's pretty much predominantly a lot of Hispanic places. Like, it's a, it's a pretty big Latino community. And I'm walking, and I'm just enjoying, like, my walk. It was nice. It wasn't too cold. It wasn't too windy. You know, it was very beautiful. Like, the walk was nice. I'm just looking at all the architecture and neighborhoods and just everything. It was just really nice. Really, really nice. And... You know, I'm walking, and I'm like, fuck, like, how far am I going to get to this fucking park? So I finally get to the park, and then I notice, like, oh, there's a train that drops off people here. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll, you know, look more into the train system, you know, speaking until a further, uh, further event later. So I get to the festival, and, like, it's muddy as fuck. It's muddy as fuck. And I'm like, fuck me. Like, I did not want to deal with this, but I was like, I guess I have to. So then I go to the lost and found again and just to see if, like, someone did turn in my phone. No, they didn't. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I guess, I guess it's, there's no luck. I guess it's gone forever. So I'm walking around and I buy some more merch. Like I said, I bought a hoodie and I bought a beanie. And. I was just like, okay, cool, you know. I, I wanted to get some water because I had a little water backpack. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to keep hydrated. Fucking, I didn't even get to drink the water because it started spilling all of my stuff. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I don't want my shirts and all that to get dirty. I'm like, fuck. So I ended up throwing out the water. And it was just like, you know what? I guess I got to get lemonade shit. So, like, I, got, I didn't want to get any alcohol. And the water there was expensive as fuck. So I was just like, okay, well, you know, this is this is fine. I see some other bands that I didn't think I was going to see. Uh, this band called The Bronx. They're pretty cool. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to head to the stage that, you know, the used are going to play on. Well, actually, no, I didn't do that. So I went to The Bronx one, and then I went to the other stage. I forgot the name of the stage, but that's where AFI was playing. And I was just like... Okay, I'm going to just watch AFI. I like AFI. I don't know a whole lot of their songs, but I'm like, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty OG. So they put on a really good show. Okay, and then I left, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go see The Used. Meanwhile, I think Thursday, or somebody else was playing before them. I think it was Thursday. And I go and sit down where, like, the carnival section is, and I'm just sitting on these bleachers. And I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, like, I'm tired. Like, I got some chicken nuggets and some fucking egg rolls and shit. And just trying to, like, keep myself, like, full and hungry. Because I'm like, I'm doing a lot of walking. And I need to keep up my energy. So they play. And then I go see The Used. They did a pretty good show. I left after, I was like, if they play this one song, I'm like, all right, I'm going to dip. Because it's like, The Cure is going to play. So I was like, I want to see The Cure. And then I go, and I forgot somebody else was playing before The Cure. And I was just like, okay, cool, you know, whatever, whatnot. There was another band that was playing next door. I don't remember who it was. Um, fuck, I don't remember who it was. 
But there, there was another band that was playing next door to the same at the same stage on the left hand side, and then I was just like, okay, cool. Well, you know, there that's pretty cool watching these this band. I forgot who it was. I honestly did forget who it was. I feel bad. And then the used come on, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's the used. Like this is a pretty pretty OG band. They're very you know they're up there. Like you should go see them. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if anybody likes the use. I'm sorry if anybody's seen the use, but like I was really bored. <laughs> I was really bored. Um not knocking the band because I like the band. I like their music. I do. But I just was not vibing with like it being alive. Like the band, I'm not I'm not kidding. They are fucking on their fucking grind bro like their musicianship is great but i just felt bored and you know there was a bunch there's like these fucking frat guys like fuck yeah the uh, cure i fucking love this song and i'm like i don't even know what the fuck the name of this song is and they're fucking smoking cigarettes everybody's smoking cigarettes around me for some reason and like i'm like i'm not trying to die from secondhand smoke bro and they're just it's fucking disgusting Ugh. so i'm just like fuck dude like okay they're playing the hits i was like i'm sure they're gonna close out with boys don't cry like that has to be like the last song nope i was wrong then they come out they do you know they hold the encore like oh look you know we're gonna play a couple more songs for you and i'm just like oh fuck me you've already played the hits what else can you fucking play and i'm just like god i want to leave so bad but there's hundreds of people behind me Thousands of people behind me, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, that's who it was. It was the Mars Volta. That's another band I don't really care for. Um, not really a big fan. In high school, everyone was talking about Mars, the Mars Volta. Oh, you gotta check them out. They're like this and that. And I'm like, I don't really give a shit. I listened to them maybe a couple of times, a couple different albums. Did not like their shit. I didn't. I don't. I understand they're Latinos, and I get it. They're from Texas, but they just—they're not great. They're not great to me. They're not. I'm sorry. So, anyways, the cure is done. And I'm just like, thank God. I was like, we can finally leave. And we're leaving. And people are just like, oh, fuck. Like, I lost my shoe. And I'm like, oh, we got to walk in all that mud and shit. And I'm like, fuck. So, I go to the restroom before I head out. And, oh, my God. It was so fucking tiresome. I was just like, fuck. I'm so tired. Like, I've only been here for a couple hours, and yet I'm so fucking tired. So I was like, all right, let me check how much an Uber is. And I'm like, an Uber was going to cost me 80 fucking dollars. And I'm like, fuck no, I'm not getting a fucking $80 Uber. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to fucking walk now even more. So I walked maybe about a good mile and a half. And... It started decreasing. It was like eighty dollars, and then it was like thirty-five, and then it was like twenty-six, and then it was twelve, and I was just like, "Bingo, let's go!" So I'm like, "Fuck!" I see this Mexican restaurant across the street, so I go and I chill in there and wait for my Uber. Literally, like four cars, all denied, like to pick me up the ride, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And finally, one guy, you know, accepts it. I'm like, "Okay, cool," and. 
I'm sitting in there, and the guy's like, you're not hungry, bro? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm just thirsty as fuck. And I finally, I get in my Uber, and I'm just like, I'm so tired. I was like, bro, I've literally walked six plus eight miles, and I think I'll walk like another two and a half miles or three. I think it was like three miles or three and a half miles. From where I was eating to like the park and then another mile. Like I walked some miles like those two days and I'm just like, fuck, man, like my feet are tired. My feet are killing me. So I get to the Airbnb and I'm like, okay, cool. I I texted the guy. I'm like, hey, man, like my flight's not until 7 p.m. I'm going to do some exploring in the city. Is it cool if I leave my stuff here? He's like, yeah, man, just give me 10 bucks. And I'll make sure it's safe and secure. And I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, bet. I was like, I really appreciate it a lot. He's like, no, no worries, man. Like, it happens. So I get up the next morning, that Monday, and I'm like, all right, time to do some exploring. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do the subways. Let's, you know, let's do the trains. And I already had this whole, like, itinerary of what I wanted to do. So... I was going to take the train all the way up north to go see Wrigley Field. Because I'm like, why am I going to come all the way to Chicago if I don't see Wrigley Field, see where the Cubs play? So I get to like the the subway or the train, whatever, and it was like an all-day pass. And I'm like, okay, cool, all-day pass, five bucks. And I'm just like... Oh my god. I was like, I seriously wish I seriously wish I was not this stupid. Like if I knew like there was an all day pass for five dollars and that um the trains go so many different ways, like everywhere I needed to go, it could have taken me. Like if I would have known that, I wouldn't have spent so much money on Uber. But I did. And I could I could have saved like I could have only maybe had like one or like three Ubers. But I didn't. And I was just like, fuck me. So anyways, I get on the, the train. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like, um, I was like, I, I never done anything. Like that. I mean, we had this at home, obviously, but it's the Metro rail. The Metro doesn't go really that far. And this doesn't go underground. This is not going up top. So. I was like, okay, cool. So like, I get off at uh, at the stop in Wrigley, and I was just like, you know what? I need coffee. Like, I have not had any coffee at all the past couple of days. So I go into Dunkin' finally, and I get a coffee, and I'm like, oh my god, I can finally act like a normal human being. <laughs> I can have coffee and have food. I didn't have any breakfast. Um. Tuesday or the other the Sunday. I mean, not Tuesday, that Saturday or Sunday. I had like lunch. So I was just like, fuck, I, I'd been looking for something for breakfast. And I was just like, oh, I was like, it was so good. I had a sandwich and I had a coffee and I was just like, good. I feel, I feel normal. I feel like a normal human being now. So I get my stuff and I walk to Wrigley. But before I go to Wrigley, there's a little store and I was like, all right, let me see what they got in here. And, you know, picking up some little memorabilia for some P- 
people and I got me a hat. So I got me a Cubs hat. There were so many cool ones, but I was like, I like that one because it has the 2016 World Series patch on it. And that's when they won their World Series, obviously. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Like, I got this and I got some other stuff. And then I walked to Wrigley, which is right across the street. And I walked around. I took some pictures. It was really, it's really nice. One of the oldest stadiums in the country, you know, one of the oldest. And I was just like, wow, it's so like, I've seen movies. I played video games. I've seen pictures. I've seen TV shows. I've seen a lot of things, you know, but to see Wrigley Field in person up in front of you is something that's so like awesome. And the stadium seems very small, but I'm sure it's pretty big. Like Minute Maid seems small, but it's, it's pretty big inside. So I'm walking around, and then I go to the team store, like the official team store, looking around, see what they got, some cool stuff. Bought some little, some little pins, and um, I was just like, oh, "Okay, cool." So I see this group of like older people, and they're going into the stadium, and I'm like, "I wonder what's going on." So I was like, "All right, well, you know, I'm gonna go in myself." So I walk in there, just like looking around, and the lady's like, "Whoa, excuse me, sir, do you have a pass for the the tour?" I'm like. Or, and she's like, yeah, this is what's, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I just saw a group of people and was just like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like you have to pay for the tour. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, it's $30 and it happens every hour and a half. I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, well, hopefully, you know, we'll see you. And I was like, nah, I can't do an hour and a half. So I was like, fuck. So I take some more pictures of Wrigley. Very nice. Like the stadium, that whole area. Very, 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 very nice. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. Like I seen what I needed to see. I get back on the train and I go into downtown Chicago and I'm walking and taking pictures, taking in the sides. I see the river, you know, I see the Chicago uh, theater. I see some other pictures, you know. And I'm walking, and then I wanted to go see the bean. The bean was closed because, you know, they're doing some construction around it. So I'm like, ah, fuck. I still got a picture, but not great. Um, Walked through the parks, saw the lake, took some pictures, met some people there. They're from Canada. And I told them what happened. They're like, oh, we're so sorry that happened to you. I was like, yeah, it sucks. They're like, oh, you know, if you're ever in Toronto, you should try to go to Toronto. If not... Uh, when you get to Toronto, go like an hour uh, north and visit like the little woody areas and stuff like that. It's really breathtaking. I was like, cool. Like, I need my breath taken already. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, you know, hey, it's nice to meet you guys, whatever. So went on my way, took some more pictures. Um, I just did everything. Like, I walked around, got me a hot dog, you know. Uh, took some pictures, went to the Sears, a.k.a. Willis Tower. Um, got on the train again and I was just, I went on the, cause so and for people that don't know this, um, if you've seen Spider-Man two, and I'm not talking about the one with Andrew Garfield, I'm talking about the original one from 2004, the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man two, that subway scene with him and Doc Ock that are fighting that was filmed in Chicago. That was the Chicago train. 
the green line and pink line, if I'm correct. So as a Spider-Man fan and as a, you know, a movie fan, I was just like, oh, shit, like I'm going to ride the train that <laughs> Spider-Man was fighting on. I was like, this is pretty cool. So I get on the train and um, I forgot where I was heading to. But I was like, okay, I got to get on this train. I think I was heading to uh, is it United Airlines Stadium. I was heading to where the Blackhawks and the Bulls play. Because I was just like, I might as well go check out all these stadiums. I was like, you know, this is pretty cool. So I go and get inside. They have a really cool team store. It seemed kind of dead. Um, I got me a Blackhawks hat because I am a, a Chicago Blackhawks fan, even though I don't watch hockey that much. Um, I was going to get a Bulls hat, but I was just like, nah, like that's, 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 that's a no-no. Like, I won't do that. I like the Bulls, but it, the only significance is because of Michael Jordan. So I was like, okay, well, I want to see the Jordan statue now. I thought it was outside, but it's actually inside. So uh, all these people are asking me, like, where's the Jordan statue? Where's the Jordan statue? We came all the way from Russia to see the Jordan statue. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. And so they're walking. And the guy tells them, like, oh, like, it's, it, we, we can't have anybody in right now. We just had a, a private event, and we're trying to clean up. And they're like, how long is it going to take? Oh, like, oh, like 30 minutes. And this other guy's like, fuck no, it's not going to take 30 minutes. It's going to take, like, an hour or two to clean up, maybe three. And everyone's just, like, sad. Because, you know, that's what everybody comes to see, Michael Jordan. Nobody goes to L.A. or, or Cleveland to see a LeBron James statue. Everybody goes to Chicago to see Michael Jordan. So I was like, damn, that fucking sucks. Like, I wish I could have seen the statue. That would have been pretty great. But I was like, all right, whatever. So I walk back to the train, get on the train. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go back into the city. So I go back into the city, go back to the parks. Um, I see the museum district. And then I'm like, all right, we'll go see Soldier Field because that's where the Bears play. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. Then I walked back and I started noticing. I'm like, oh, fuck, like it's. Four o'clock, like five o'clock. And I was like, I got to I got to get back to the Airbnb because I got to go pick up my stuff because my flight is going to be like in a couple hours. So I was going to get there at seven because my flight was at nine. So I get back on the train and then I'm going the opposite way. Like I'm going north and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I had to like hurry up and get on the other side while I'm going south. And um, I didn't stop at the Chicago White Sox stadium because I hear it, it is pretty ghetto right there. Like they shoot people and stuff like that. And you're like, I was like, no, no, thank you. I don't want to see the Chicago White Sox stadium. Plus fuck the White Sox. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm heading back to my Airbnb. I walk and I get my stuff and I'm just chilling there for a minute. And then I call my, uh, my Uber and then, you know, she takes me whatever to the airport Airport really wasn't that far. I literally could have walked to the fucking airport from my Airbnb. I almost did. <laughs> I almost did walk to the airport. That's how far I walked. Um, so I get to the airport, and as soon as soon as I get out of that car, I get a text message saying, oh, your flight's going to be delayed for about an hour and a half. And I'm like, fuck me. I was like, oh, man, I'm just ready to go home, man. Like, I just want to go home. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to have to make the best of it while I'm here. I eat some food. And, you know, I'm just chilling, 
whatever, trying to get comfortable. I go into the restroom and I change out of my clothes into some shorts and whatever. I'm just like, I'm just going to get comfortable, man. Like, I'm fucking tired. My, my legs are killing me. My feet have blisters. I'm just like, ugh, like I'm dead. Tell my dad, tell my brother, like, hey, like, my flight's going to be a little late. I might be showing up later. Luckily, we got on the flight. There was, it was supposed to be at 1030, but we got on there at 10. And we actually left, like, at 1030. They were like, oh, you're going to board at 1030. It's like, no, we're, we're going to actually get you guys on quicker than that. And I was like, okay, cool. And for some reason, this flight took longer <laughs> than the first one. So we get to Hobby, and I'm just like, oh, thank God. So I'm walking. I'm walking. I, I, I told my brother, like, hey, like, I'm already here. And he's like, okay. So he picks me up, and I get to my car. I get to my, my apartment, and I'm just dead tired. Like, I'm just fucking tired. Just fucking tired. I wake up the next day, and, like, the blisters are just out of my foot. And I'm like, fuck this. So I pop them. Everyone's like, you shouldn't have done that. And I was like, do you understand how much pain I was going through to my feet? And I was like, no, I don't give a fuck. So I popped them, and, like, there was just squirts of blood. And I'm like, damn, that's a lot of walking I did. I did, like, at least maybe 25-plus miles of walking those three days. <laughs> I was just like, fuck, man. Fuck, I'm tired. Um, I don't know what I forgot. What did I do on Tuesday? I don't remember what I did on Tuesday. I don't. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, I I did an episode with with Daniel and, and Carlton, the supervillain. My bad, guys. I was just I was dead. I didn't do anything at home. I was just like, I'm gonna relax and just chill out and everything. Like I could have went back to work like on fucking Thursday, but I went back Wednesday. I was just like, damn. So, anyways, that was my Chicago trip. I literally was there for. Less than 12 hours, and then my phone got stolen. And I walked 25-plus miles in total, and I had to get a new phone, and now everything is just fucked. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I am glad that things worked out and that I was watched over and that God took care of me because I was scared didn't know, like... Everybody could have, everybody's probably like, well, you, you know, this and that, and giving me excuses. I'm like, no, bro, like, you go to a city you've never been to thousands of, literally north, north, you're almost in Canada, motherfucker. Like, you're almost there. Go to a place you've never been to where you have no friends, no family, nothing. You don't know where you're at, you don't know where you're going. You lose your phone, you have no sense of direction, you have nothing, and tell me you're not fucking scared. I know some people are like, yeah, but you, you got to be a man, and this and that. I'm like, fuck being a man, bro. Like, I, I was being a man. Like, I had to do what I had to do. But, like, what do you want me to do? Like, fucking carve out a fucking, you know, uh, I don't something to, like, tell time? Like, bro, what the fuck? I'm not a caveman. Like, I'm a... I'm a I'm a fucking 30-year-old male in the year 2023. What the fuck do you want me to do? I had to do the best I could. And I did. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was just so fucking tired. And just, it was a crazy trip. 
It really was a crazy trip, and it's a really crazy story, too. But, like I said, I did get to enjoy myself at the festival, and, you know, I got to see Chicago and enjoy it, and, you know, hopefully, maybe I might go back next year. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back to Ride Fest again. It was fun. If the lineup is great, I'll go. So, if not, maybe I'll fly out there to go to a Cubs game when the Astros play the Cubs or something. I don't know. That would be pretty dope. But I did see the Cubs. That's funny. I did see the Cubs when they played the Astros here. So that's pretty cool. But hopefully I can go up there and see them in their own home stadium and check them out and stuff like that. Maybe even go to a fucking Blackhawks game. That would be pretty cool. But, yeah, that was my trip to Chicago. That was uh, <laughs> I was telling some people that, and they're like, yo, that has to be your whole episode about your trip to Chicago. And it's like, it could, but I actually have a lot more. So, uh, aside from Chicago, I've been traveling a lot. Um, this year I have been to at least one, two, three, four, five, five different places. I went to LA in May uh, to see Gerardo, Melvin, and Joel for the weekend for their live show. That was pretty cool. Um, I went to Austin to go watch the Dynamo play Austin FC. Uh, I think I talked about that um, that experience on a podcast, and uh, I was just, it was not that great. <laughs> went to Dallas to see the Astros play the Rangers. That was a different story. Um, but you know, it, I, like I said, it was still pretty cool. Stadium was fucking amazing up there. Um, my experiences in Dallas was not that, was not bad at all. Like I wanted to go out and drink, but where I was staying at was too fucking far. And I was just like, now nah, I'm just going to stay in my Corpus trip though. I don't think I talked about it. I think I mentioned it with the kiddos, but I did not talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it very briefly. So. I was going to go see the Astros minor league uh, baseball team, the Corpus Christi Hooks, which is their double A team, and Corpus, which is not that far. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go for the weekend. Fuck it, you know. I've never been to Corpus by myself. The last time I was in Corpus, I was probably like 12 or 13 years old. And I was like, okay, this is something different. So I go after work, and I'm driving, and I'm like... I was like, it takes forever. Like, I get stuck in traffic. It's taking forever. And I finally get to my hotel. Long story short, roaches. Just roaches. Disgusting. I think the second room that they gave me, somebody must have died in there. It was, it did not feel great. I ended up sleeping in my car at a gas station 25, 30 minutes away. And I couldn't sleep. I ended up getting me another hotel. I had to bite the fucking bullet. Um, as soon as I got to, to the next hotel, like I, I took a shower and I took a nap and relaxed and got ready to go to the game. And I did have a good time at the game. It was really fun. It was really exciting. Got back to my hotel, went to sleep, woke up. Actually, no, I went to go buy some alcohol and I drank in the hotel. I was just like, I'm just going to drink myself to sleep. Not sounding like an alcoholic. And woke up, got my stuff ready, and I left. And I almost said, fuck Corpus Christi. Because, like I said, the hotel that I rented 
you know, for two nights or three nights or however long it was going to be, um, fucking had roaches. And then I actually did go back that next day and I was like, I need somewhere to lay down. And it was just so disgusting because there was those roaches. And I laid there and I'm like, something does not feel right in this room. And I noticed that like one of the lampshades just kept moving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The whole entire time I was there. And it's not like it was windy and not like there was a fan. Like it just kept moving back and forth. The other one wasn't doing that, but this one kept doing it. And I was just like, I don't feel comfortable in this room. Something is in this room that I should not be, I should not be here. So I just like, fuck corpus. And then like when I was driving around, cause I did not want to stay in that room. I got, uh, <laughs> the cops were tailing me twice. Like I was like driving around, you know, it's fucking 12, one o'clock in the morning. I'd never been to corpus. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go see what's corpus doing at night. You know? What kind of bars you got? What kind of what kind of what kind of shit are y'all up to this this late at night? And like these cops were following me, and it was female cops too. And I'm just like, this is kind of weird. So I pull off into a gas station to kind of see like what they're gonna do, and they end up like zooping and zooping in front of me, and just like that's weird as fuck. And then it happened again, but like they were just going somewhere else. I drove into the city. You know, obviously, there's bars and stuff like that, but it's just not my fucking scene. Like. I was just like, man, fuck this place, bro. Like, fuck Corpus Christi. And it sucks because I have family there. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because Gerardo is always telling me, like, he wants to go to Corpus and take his girlfriend there. And I'm like, dude, don't do that. Don't go to Corpus Christi. And he's he's like, why? And I'm like, because there's nothing there to do. Like, oh, we want to see the, the Selena Museum and the statue. And I'm like, dude. It's not worth anything. It's not. Like, seriously. Like, even the locals would be like, don't come here. Like, there's nothing to do. I mean, yes, there's the museum. There's a aquarium. There's the Navy ship. There's some baseball games. There's a, a, a water park. There's bars. There's a two-story Whataburger. Um, but that's it. You can go see Selena's grave and fucking statue and the fucking uh, museum offer like less than five dollars <laughs> and it's like it's like nah bro like it, it don't go to corpus it's not it's not don't go there and i have family that live around there and it's just like no don't don't just don't and then of course i went to chicago and you guys heard about the chicago trip so i've been doing a lot of traveling i actually like i said i'm gonna be going to austin again next weekend for acl and hopefully that shit does not fuck me over either because i swear to god if it does i'm fucking done i'm fucking done and that will be the last of my travels for 2023 um there are some shows that i want to go check out but they're all going to be local here so that's not really much. But yes, aside from all that, uh, we'll start switching some fucking channels. Um, I'm in a band now. I, if you guys didn't know this, I am in a band with Eddie, who was on the podcast, but he was only on the Patreon podcast. And 
Yeah, I'm in his band where comfort lies. We played a show on Cinco de Mayo. One of the fucking hottest days and the hottest shows that I've ever been to because it was so fucking hot that day. Oh, God. Oh, just thinking about it is disgusting. Um, we played two more shows. We played um, back-to-back in August, August 24th and August 25th. We did this Pokemon uh, trade and trivia night that Russell was putting together. Uh, we got to play that fe- uh, that little festival, and that was pretty fun. Um, kind of shitty thing that it rained. It rained on us while we were doing sound check and totally threw off the fucking groove and the vibe. And I'm not saying that we sucked, but I'm just saying I don't think we were our best that night. And then, you know, it, the rain kind of fucked up everything. But I appreciate everybody that did show up. Mike from Shop 29 and A More Perfect Union with his girlfriend. The kiddos, Kiko and and, uh, and Caesar. So, shout out to them. Shout out to Edwin who showed up with a, a friend of his. Um, shout out to my friend Steph um, who is a local uh, business owner from a little, little, little uh, pop-up shop that she's got. She showed up to support. Um... A lot of the people didn't show up, but I get it. It was busy and other stuff like that. So, But the ones that did, appreciate it. And then we played the emo night the next night. We had to go from Midtown all the way to fucking Webster, which is close to, like, Kima. Oh, my God. We were tired. I had never done that before. So we're just like, fuck, how do we do this? And I had to work the next day. Actually, no, I think I took off Friday. Yeah, I think I took off Friday. I think I did. Did I? Yeah, I took off Friday. Because I was just like, fuck, dude, I'm tired. So, um, yeah, we played this emo night. I don't think we were our best either, but all of us were tired. Everyone was working, so it's like, okay, that makes sense. Like, we're fucking tired. It was pretty fun. We had a good time, though. I mean, I'm sure we'll do the emo night again. But doing back-to-back shows... Something I had never done. I'm sure the guys have done it before because they have their own groups. Um, but yeah, I don't recommend doing back-to-back shows. Unless it's like, you know, same place, kind of same time or same area, wherever you're doing shows. But yeah, so we're, we're, I'm ex- I was excited doing shows with Eddie and Where Comfort Lies. We're happy that we're going to be doing something hopefully next year. Once the year ends and 2024 comes around. Everybody's busy. Everybody's got their own groups and everybody's got their own little side projects that they're doing and, and family stuff and the holidays and whatever. So, you know, once 2024 comes around, you know, we'll get back into the saddle and start playing shows again as where comfort lies. Um, but that's not going to stop me because I also have two other bands or groups that I'm playing with. So, of course, I'm still playing with next. We are actually going to be doing two shows um, and, uh, and two different weekends. So I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, back to reality. So we're doing one show one weekend, and then the next weekend we're doing another show. They're not, it's not long set list, not long set, uh, set, but I'm like, okay, well, hey, this is fun. Like, we're doing this. This is cool. Um, so I'm doing that. And then Steven, who I had on the podcast, uh, he's putting a band together. He's looking for a drummer. 
And I think he's supposed to be doing a show in December, I'm, if I'm correct. So we, I have like two months to, to like learn his music and, and practice it and do stuff like that because uh, I haven't listened to anything and I haven't practiced anything. I'm sorry, Steven, if you're listening to this. Uh, we're just looking, we're waiting for the drummer so we can practice and stuff like that. But yeah, so I'm keeping myself busy musically and stuff like that. I'm still doing other stuff. And I'm also thinking about, and I've been saying this for the last fucking 15 years of my life. Um, I think I'm start. I'm going to start my own side group. Um, I think I'm going to start writing music. I have a couple songs that I've written. Um, I have one that I had like since high school and I've passed to like other people to like see what they think and see if they wanted to do anything with it. Never did anything. So I was just like, okay, well maybe I can work on this myself. I tried to, I just couldn't really do anything. But now that I have friends that are actually willing to help me, you know, come up with uh, music and come help me write and stuff like that. I'm just like, I might as well give it a try. Like, you know, I would like to, everyone, everybody in the group has their own project. You know, Eddie has work come for lies, but he's also in the clumsiest Raul. That's Raul's band. He's the lead singer. You know, that's his baby. Matt, the drummer has his own group. Merlin, you know, I don't know what God he does. He's the bass player. Um, I don't know if he has his own little side project, but he's also in the clumsiest. So like everybody in the band has something. I mean, we all have something, but like, I want to have my own fronted band. I want to front my own thing. So I'm going to start writing music. And for anybody, my friends out there, if you guys want to give me some tips and stuff like that on writing their own music and lyrics and stuff like that, I'd be more than, uh, happy to get your advice and stuff like that i just think that you know i have so much to offer as a musician and i've been through a lot of things in my life and i have a lot of things to say that i I can put in music and all i need is just help that's all i need just help from my friends and hopefully by next year i can have my own group and and you know start writing music and stuff like that so my goal is to write a couple of songs Get them, you know, the music to go with the lyrics and then do like open mics, you know, maybe I can get one of my friends to come with me. Maybe it's just myself. Um, but like to get myself, I mean, I've been doing music since I was 10 years old. I've been performing since I was 10 and, you know, on stage at church, whether it was something at school, whether it was bands before, like I've been performing and I know how to do all this stuff. You know, it's nothing new to me, but like writing my own music and performing my own music is going to be different because it's like, okay, well, you know, this is my feelings. This is that. So that's my goal for next year to do stuff like that. Hopefully find something fronted, you know, and I'm also thinking about throwing a a music festival. I've talked to Russell about this and I want to do like an inside the North side fest or something like that. So I've been thinking about this for about maybe about a year already at this moment in time for about a year thinking of doing something like with the podcast. It's like, oh, let's invite a bunch of podcasters to do their set live and then we'll throw in some music here and there. And I was just like, okay, that seems cool. 
But then I was like, wait a minute. Like, why don't I just do a music festival? I was like, I've had so many groups on my podcast. I've had so many musicians, so many bands, so many artists. Like, why not throw my own music festival? You know, it's like, it kind of makes sense. Like, that would be like the dopest thing ever. And, you know, uh, Mike of A More Perfect Union and Shop 29, they threw their own festival, A More Perfect Fest, which happened last weekend, and it was fucking amazing. If you guys haven't checked out the podcast that goes along with the festival, um, you can go to my link tree or you can go to the YouTube channel that um, is associated with my podcast, and I have the video up there. I have all the kiddos. I have Andy from Andy Land. I got two of the guys from Orion224. I have Pyro, who is... Main main character who is also in Shop Twenty Nine, of course Mike, and um, of course myself. So it's all of us. It's just guys being dudes, and we're just having a good time talking about dumb stuff that <laughs> really out of pocket. And I had a great time with them. I do notice a lot of stuff about me myself now, like. You know, I don't look at the camera for some reason, and I close. Now I know why Jaime got upset with me because he was like, "Why are you closing your eyes?" And I'm like, "I'm not closing my eyes." And this is like, my eyes are like this. It could be the light. And he's like, "No, you're closing your eyes." And I looked at the video. I'm like, "Oh no, I'm closing my eyes." So he's on to something. But yeah, go ahead and check out that video. It's really fun. We really had a great time, and we would really appreciate if you go check it out. But yes. Um, a more perfect fest was great. All those guys performed great. The only person that wasn't on the podcast that performed was Uncle Tino. I've had Tino on the podcast. Tino killed it. Everybody killed it. It was just a great night. I had a great time. It was awesome seeing my friends perform. And yeah, I'm excited to see what's what's next. And hopefully a more perfect fest happens next year. But they're also the inspiration for why I want to throw my own music festival. I've been thinking about this for a while. And like I said, I talked to Russell about it and I'm like, I want to do this. If it's not like a one day thing, if it's not a two day thing, it could be like a one day thing, you know? And it's like, I have so many bands that I've had on my podcast that I can just call and be like, Hey, yo, you want to be on a festival? And I'm sure they will do it, you know? And I'm like, it's a part of the podcast and whatever, whatnot, you know? So that's the plan. Hopefully for next year. We'll see how that goes. Um, like I said, hopefully next year I can come up with my own fronted band and maybe I'll be performing myself at, at the festival. I'm obviously going to perform like uh, quite a few times. <laughs> Shout out to Mike. Mike did three different sets with two of his bands and helping out Andy from Andyland. My God, that man is a fucking machine. Shout out to Mike. I know he listens. Uh, the man is a robot, a badass robot. And, um, yeah, I, like I said, I could possibly be doing the same thing if I invite the right people. Um, but yeah, that's my goal for next year. If not, maybe 2025, but to throw my own festival and to have a, you know, a ball, my friends play, especially me. And then hopefully we can do it somewhere in the North side, like at Raven tower or fucking white Oak or, you know, not on the north side, but at the secret group or, or something, you know, just have a great time 
playing with music and playing with my friends and getting fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what's been going on podcast wise. I've been having a lot of great guests on the podcast. If you guys haven't been paying attention or if you have been paying attention, that's great. So I had Super Villain, which is Daniel's band. Uh, with Carlton, shout out to those two. Those guys are really funny. I think we had a great episode. Not sure if I was kind of too harsh on some of them, but like they know I care about them and love them. Um, I had Bradley from um, his own solo project, but also um, Rogues Among Us, which is a local band that fucking was badass. Um, I had Dalton of a More Perfect Union on. We just we shut the shit for a little bit. I had Ricky, a camera cult again. That's his third time on the podcast. I had Steven. I had the kiddos. This is all part of season eight. You know, I know people who follow podcasts. I mean, who follow, who, who are following the podcast. I've probably noticed that I haven't been as active on the Instagram page as possible. Well, it's because one, I just, I don't really feel like being active because I feel like it doesn't really do much. And I know it does do much. But I just let it speak for itself. I'll post it up maybe one or two times, and it's like, if you want to listen, you can. If you don't, then don't, you know. Um, but people have been listening, and that's great. Um, I'm doing episodes every other week, not every week like I was before. That's because, like I said, I'm a fucking busy motherfucker, and I just need time to relax and do other things that I have. So... You know, doing this every week. So, like I said, this episode comes out this Saturday. When you're listening to this, it's it's coming out on Saturday. I have some other people lined up for the next couple of episodes. I have... Who do I have? Who do I have? I got... I was supposed to have Where Comfort Lies, which is the band I'm in, but they're not going to be able to do it. So, I switched them... With um, uh, EU I think that's what their name is. It's a brother duo. Um, they're local here, and they were like, "Hey, can we do your podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." So I have them on. I'm doing an episode with them next week. That should be coming out the following weekend after that. And then I have Breathwish, which played a show with the Clumsiest. They reached out to me, and they're supposed to be doing an episode. Well, we're recording our episode when I come back from ACL, and that comes out November 4th. So um, we got two more bands coming up, you know, after this, this solo episode, and then I have to find out who else wants to come on the podcast. I think I'm going to get Mike on just as a solo. Um but I got to be careful because, you know, it's the playoffs. The Astros are in the playoffs. The Dynamo are in the playoffs. And it's kind of like I got to keep my my time, my schedule open and available because, you know, never know what's going to happen. So hopefully I can get Mike on because Mike is my good luck charm. Mike and Dalton were my good luck charm last year. They came, they did the podcast, and we actually won <laughs> game six. So... Hopefully, you know, we get Mike on and hopefully that shit works again. And hopefully the Astros are in the World Series and hopefully we win again back to back and people can suck our dicks and shit like that. So, but that's who I have coming on next. 
for the podcast. Hopefully, it works out pretty well. And you know, we, they seem like really great guys. Breathwish is pretty dope. So hopefully, um, that's that's a killer episode and stuff like that. But yeah, so I talked about you know a bunch of other stuff that's going through. It's a lot of random shit. I know this episode is going to be super longer than some of the episodes I've dropped lately, but. So yeah, you know, uh, I've talked about everything that I've been going through for the past couple months, but there's also some other stuff that I've been going through uh, personally and mentally for the last couple of months. So for you guys that don't, that don't really, because of course you don't know, but uh, from March to possibly maybe even like August or July or July or August, I was pretty depressed um and it wasn't like that the whole depression where i don't want to do anything i don't want to do this and that like no this was like i'm sad as fuck like i was sad as fuck but i still got up and i still went to work and i still tried to put on a smile and i still went out and got super fucked up because you know i'm sad um i did some things that i probably not happy to do i had you know put myself in some situations where i was like why am i in this situation again and didn't really work out um you know in the, in the beginning of the month in the beginning of the year i was also sad and really frustrated because of some stuff that happened in december and then january you know i don't know if you guys like i said my my ex girlfriend moved out so i literally had to be here on my own i had to you know pay for everything and i was just like okay cool you know i have to do this but it you know i was still really sad because it had been it had been like almost a year and some months since we like officially broke up so it was just like it was still really kind of hard on me you know and then i had met somebody and i thought that some that person was like, I don't want to say the rebound, but was like the second opportunity, you know, for me to get shit right. Well, that didn't happen. And um, it kind of, it helped lead me to the depression, you know, that I was in for a while. Um that situation ended up popping up again and uh yeah i don't know what to make of it now i i was sure about it now i'm just like i don't i don't know what's going on and you know to be honest with you guys like i just I, i'm tired of dating like i'm tired of dating like i'm tired of going through the motions you know talking to people getting to know them going on a date oh they're not interested Okay, now it's just like, fuck, I got to do this all over again. And it's like, honestly, I don't want to do this all over again. Like, I don't like being by myself. I don't. Even though I, I enjoy my own company, I enjoy doing things solo, I, I all that. But I don't like doing things solo. Like, the music festival. I wish the person that I was talking to was there with me. But they weren't. 
you know, I wish that the person that I was talking to was at the shows that I played, but they weren't, you know, um, you know, I'm, when I come, I'm here at home, at home, I like, I, I, I get emotional and I, you know, and it's just like, fuck man, I don't have a partner. I don't have anybody to talk to. I don't have anybody to, to hold and, and, and be like emotional with. And just like, I don't have any of that. And I don't know, it just sucks, you know, and I'm 30 and it's kind of like, fuck dude, like I'm already kind of like at the end of the road, honestly, because it's like, I don't want to keep doing this while I'm like 35 or 37 or even if I hit this and I'm 40, like, I feel like I'm a fucking failure. Like I do. Like my whole goal in life is to get married and to start a family to have kids that's what i want that's i could go travel all across the world i could see all these amazing things go to all these shows go to all these events go to all these sporting events and do whatever but that's not going to mean anything to me if i don't have somebody with me like i would trade all that just to have a family like i would like, that's just, that's my goal. That's what I want. That's what I've been wanting for the last couple of years. And it didn't happen because it didn't happen with that person. But, you know, this person that I'm talking to now, I would, I feel like that's what is going to happen. Like, I feel like that's who it is, who I'm supposed to be with. But, like, I don't even know because just a lot of things are happening. And just, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I just don't. And... I can smile through everything that's going on, like, you know, but like I said, at the end of the day, when I wake up, you know, from my bed, it's just me, you know, there's nobody there next to me, uh, it's just me and Minnie, so I go throughout my morning, my day, just me and her, and it's like, it, it sucks, it really does, you know, I don't really have that many friends that come over and hang out, you know, like when I do have friends, you know, that want to hang out, it's usually they want me to go out, like go to a bar or something, and it's kind of like, oh, like fine, I guess, and, you know, but I don't have friends that come over to my apartment and hang out, I don't have anybody that comes over to my apartment and hangs out, you know, and it's just like, I feel lonely, and it sucks. And I really wish that this situation and this person that I'm talking to would just be this the final one and just, you know, where everything works out and it's fine. But don't know if that's going to happen. I don't. And I'm sorry if I'm kind of being a little, little emo here, but it's just that's how I feel. You know? And it's the holidays, and it's even worse because it's like, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Those are all holidays that you're with people. You're either with your significant other or you're with friends or whatever and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know. Halloween, what, what, nobody's doing anything on Halloween that I know of. Nobody's having a party. And if they are, I'm not getting invited. You know? So it'll just probably just be me at home by myself. Just 
doing nothing, probably getting drunk or something or high. Um, Thanksgiving, it's probably just going to be me and my family. You know, nothing wrong with that. It's not. But, you know, I really wanted to be like, oh, I brought somebody home for Thanksgiving. But that's not going to, that's not going to happen. That's not. So, and it sucks too, because even this past Thanksgiving and Christmas, like, I was really just like, I guess I'm just going to be here at home alone. <laughs> and it's like, damn, bro, like, is that what it's coming to? Like, that's fucking sad. And that, that's how I kind of feel about this year. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to throw a Christmas party again, even though the last year was very successful. Everybody had a great time. But I just don't think that people will show up this time. So, you know, Christmas is especially harder now because it's like, all right, I'm older. I don't have a wife. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have kids. I don't really have that many friends that hang on with. So it's kind of like, well, and I guess I'm going to spend Christmas and Christmas Eve and that whole holiday season, New Year's, just by myself. You know? And I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for, you know, shit like that. I'm just like, I'm just speaking from the heart. I've realized that I'm too fucking old to not say how I feel and what I want and what I'm looking for. Like, it's, it's you know, I'm not going to be blunt and to say whatever, but it's like, you know, if I have feelings for you or, hey, if I feel a certain way about something or if I don't like something, I'm going to just say it. Like, why should I be ashamed of not saying it and keeping it to myself? Like, that's fucking stupid. So you might hear me be a little bit more open about things. I mean, I've always been open on this podcast, but I might be a little bit more open, you know. But, yeah, just I don't, I don't know. Holidays are usually tough, especially for me. So don't know what I'm going to do, you know. 2024 is only a couple months away literally like three months away and it's like damn what am i gonna do now you know i don't like going i don't want to go through the motions man i don't i don't want to wake up go to work work come home you know be sad eat go to sleep do the same thing again for the next couple of days get up do nothing be lazy and then waste my weekend or do a bunch of shit during the weekend and then be like, I don't get to relax. Like I'm fucking tired and shit like that. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I keep myself busy <sighs> to keep my mind off shit. And uh, it's, it's worked so far. And now like there's something else that's occupying it. And it's like, fuck. Like now I'm thinking about this and now it's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like I said, I know I'm going to keep myself occupied, get myself busy with music and podcasting. And, you know, when I do that, it kind of, I get distracted and I don't think about everything else that's going on or what I don't have. So it sounds very horrible and it sucks, but, you know, I guess it's how it is. That's how it's going to be for me, I guess. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm not supposed to meet anybody. Maybe I'm not supposed to have family. Maybe I'm not supposed to have kids. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But all I know is that I'm going to do shit for myself and enjoy myself and travel and do stuff. Like, why? Why am I going to sit and wallow and be pity on myself when I can go to a fucking show and or a festival or go to a city I've never been to and enjoy myself and shit like that? Like, why not? Go to an Astros game. Go to a Dynamo game. Go out of town. Go see a Cubs game. Go to New York. Go back to L.A. Do something. I don't know. I just, I, I got to do something. If I don't have somebody to spend it with, then I'm just going to spend it on myself. Plain and simple. Plain and fucking simple. So, yeah, that's just how I've been feeling lately. And hopefully somebody can relate to that. If not, then somebody else that doesn't know me can relate to that. Or maybe even the person that I'm talking about will hear this and kind of understand what I'm going through. But I don't know. There's another person that was listening to my shit and... (laughs) That's a whole other story, but I'm not going to talk about that. But yeah, that's what I've been up to for the past few months. I'm, I'm Like I said, I've sprinkled here and there throughout the recent episodes and stuff like that. You know, I did with Daniel and I did with the guys and stuff like that. You know, I've sprinkled some stuff that I've done. So I don't know what to expect for 2024. I know Russell wants me to do Comic Palooza next year. Um, I might do that. I might if I mean he's in charge of shit now, so if he can get me approved, I'm gonna do that. And I've talked to Whiskey J of Ramblin Alcoholics and see if he wants to come down and do this fucking shit with me. That would be really cool. Have two people that you know that like comics and nerd stuff and do a, a comic con together. That'd be really dope. We have talked about it with him before and. See if it goes through, you know. I don't know where I'm going to travel to next year. Um, I got to start saving money and being tighter on my money and stuff like that. I hate where I live now. It's so fucking ghetto. But that's what can I afford, you know. If I can find something that's cheaper and I can save more money, then I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But for now, it's just me. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to, I guess, keep doing me and keep doing what I'm doing and stuff like that. Hopefully, my podcast will grow. I, like I said, I know I've kind of neglected it because not saying that my heart is not in podcasting anymore. It is. I enjoy podcasting. I'm doing an episode right now. I've done episodes recently. But it's just I don't have that same fire that I did last year. Or the year before. Or when I started. It's just kind of like. Yeah this is my podcast. Like I'm just cruising. I'm just having a good time. I'm just doing this. You know. And. When I was pushing it. I didn't really have people reach out to me. But now that I'm like. I'm having certain people on. It's going out there. And people are reaching out to me. And asking me. You know if they can come on. And it's just like. Okay. You know. Stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, the other two guys that are doing podcasts that I know, Daniel and and David, you know, they're thriving with their podcast. Daniel is especially thriving. I'm really happy that he taking to it. 
and he's just hitting the ground running doing episodes like it's it's fucking awesome and, and proud of him and i'm happy for him david you know david's doing his thing you know he had a little minor setback you know with somebody stealing his shit but that's that's not keeping him from doing stuff he's you know he's going out there he's trying to get shit done and i'm happy for him and i'm, I'm you know i'm hoping things work out for him the rest of this year and he can get back into podcasting and, and stuff like that so yeah i mean that's that's pretty much it i don't really have much else to talk about uh, i mean obviously there's a lot of things i could talk about that could keep up could make this like a three four hour episode but it, nobody really wants to hear all that stuff mainly my chicago story was the one that took up most of the time but yeah, I did not make any of that shit up in Chicago. Like, all that shit is fucking real. Like, if you think I'm being fake, like, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm not. So, but yeah, I mean, I probably won't do another solo episode, maybe not till next year. I don't know. Uh, I've been doing season eight. And I'm not even, like, I'm not even doing, like, seasons anymore. And now it's just, like, oh, it's episode 139. It kind of stopped with Daniel back in June. So July, August, September. So, yeah, like, December will probably be, like, the last couple of episodes. So I have, like, two more months, which means, like, maybe three or four more episodes left. And... Yeah, I mean, we'll see how season nine starts. I might start a little bit later. I might not. See how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Still, the ones that are still listening. Day ones, the day zeros. Even if you're day 159 or something. or Episode 139 or 140. Even if you've just been listening since yesterday or the day before if you only listened to one episode thank you for listening it means a whole lot thank you for supporting it means a whole lot you know i i've been doing this actually my anniversary of doing the podcast for four well, for four years no 19 yeah for four years will be october 12th so thursday next thursday I believe, or Wednesday. It might be Wednesday. It might be Thursday. I don't know, man. Like, I don't keep up with the fucking days. Yes. So next week, Thursday, the 12th, October 12th, 2024, will be four years of me doing the podcast. Oh, actually, yeah, four years, because I started in 19. So it's 20, 21, 22, 23. So I've been doing the podcast for four years. And yeah, man, it's been it's been one crazy ride. I've made a lot of great friends. I made a lot of great enemies. Uh, I said a lot of crazy shit. I've grown a lot. You know, I've I've said a lot of crazy shit. I've done a lot of crazy shit. But these are all fucking you know digital footprints of my life, and you know people listen to it. You guys are listening to it. And I appreciate it, and I, I thank you so much for listening. It means, like I said, it means a whole lot to think that 
some guy who didn't think people would ever listen to him, who feel like people didn't listen to him, now are listening to him when he interviews people or when he does a solo episode. You know, and it, this podcast thing has gotten me to the point where I've met friends who want to work with me and want to grow with me and want me to be involved in what they're doing. And, and it's just, it's great. It's really great. And it's like, I never would have been doing this. I never would have met these people if I didn't do podcasting. So podcasting is, it's, it's been a great thing in my life. You know, it's just, it's been great. And I think that's all I really have to say. So, you know, Go ahead and check out the previous episodes that I've done. I have a hundred and fucking forty episodes. Um, if you want to sign up for the Patreon? I have more episodes on there. I'm thinking about bringing back my podcast. What are you listening to? But maybe doing it like on the main feed and stuff like that. Um, I have an idea for an episode that I want to throw out, um, and I'm just gonna say because I'm sure people have done it already. But I want to do. 10 or 11 or 12 uh, albums that changed my life. And I have a list already of like albums that have changed my life. So I'm thinking about doing that. I might drop that on the Patreon. I might drop that, you know, if I start the podcast soon or never. Or I might even do it next year. I don't even know when I do another solo episode. Who knows? If I don't have anybody, I might just drop that episode. Or I might just find somebody with me <laughs> and to do the episode with me. I don't know. We'll see. But that's an idea of mine. Uh, please don't take it. Um, especially somebody who's been listening to our podcast and has been stealing the things that we do. Uh, if you're listening to this and if you got to the very end, uh, quit that shit. <laughs> Just quit. Like, don't do that shit, dude. That, why are you taking our, our things? Why are you taking what we do and adding to your podcast? Because you're not original and you are don't know what to do. Trying to keep, trying to be relevant, trying to be fresh. So, to the person that's doing that, fuck you. Uh, to another person who has been a fucking dick and an asshole and has finally been brought to light, fuck you too. I was, I was right about the whole damn thing. People didn't believe me, but people do now. But yeah, aside from me being a fucking jerk, um, follow the Patreon. It's five bucks a month. Go ahead and check out the previous episodes. Keep an eye out for the new episodes that are coming out within the next couple of weeks with these two great bands. Um, what else? If you're not following me on social media, you can. Um, go to my link tree, which is www.linktr.ee slash all caps ITNS. Has the links to my Facebook, has the links to my Instagram, has the links to whatever else that is linked to that. If you guys want to follow my personal account, I'm sure you can find the link to my personal account. I'll send it to you if you follow the Instagram uh, for the podcast page. I, I post a lot of stuff on there. People are seeing what I'm doing. So if you want to be a part of my and see what I'm doing and spy and shit. And yeah, of course, <laughs> there's still the people that do that. There's people that look at my stories and they don't ever tell me shit. Um, but yeah, what else? Um, go check out Where Comfort Lies. Go check out The Clumsiest. Go check out Genex. 
Go check out Shop 29. Check out A More Perfect Union, The Kiddos, Uncle Tino, uh, Andy Land, uh, uh, Ryan224. Check out all the other bands. Check out Bradley's solo project that he's got going on. Um, check out all the bands that I've had on the podcast, Camera Cult. They're doing some shows. Um, yeah, just go support your local music acts. Support your local podcasters, your local content creators. Because you don't know where um, and when they'll blow up because of your contribution and because of your support. So being supportive of people like that helps a long way. So, yeah. That's enough for me. Uh, like I said, this has been Inside the North Side Podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for the last four years I've been doing this. It's been really fun, and it's been a really great learning experience. Um, as I always close out the episodes, God bless, peace, and I will see you guys later and on the next episode.